0: To get you, Barbara. Oh, that's creepy. (laughs) I love it though. Now, me, I not only drink really, I really drink. We are Buzz Buzz on on Movies. movies. Welcome once again, ladies and gentlemen, to Buzz on Movies. I'm Teddy. And I am Matt. And we're here tonight to talk to you about a very current movie that is very strange indeed right up our alley Woo! Um, <laughs> we love strange we love very, strange
1: indeed yeah, yeah i myself a, am strange and what what does she say What's the quote i myself am strange and you know what i'm talking about beetlejuice
0: oh uh, yeah i don't remember the quote but yeah <laughs> i myself
1: am strange and unusual
0: there we go yeah that's us and strange and unusual is what we like to talk about and what we're talking about tonight is 2022's Barbarian? Bu- bu- this
1: Barbarian, buffa bu- barbarian. Do you remember Dave the Barbarian? Um... <laughs> <What>? <laughs> no, remember that, remember that show? It's like a Disney Channel show. That, the theme uh... song was like bu- barbarian, bu- bu- barbarian. I do remember Dave an odd the number of
0: barbarian. It was an odd number of children's shows based around like cavemen and barbarians and stuff it was
1: probably right? right after those geico commercials got so big
0: mm, well no i think it was before that. Was, do you i well how old was i when those geico commercials came out i wasn't like still watching the disney channel but you don't have to have been watching the disney channel to know that the shows existed i guess not i don't know anyway anyway we're getting off track here as usual but we're glad to be back um you know we're talking horror as we like to and uh, we're, we're moving into the spooky season already. You know, it's just early September still. But as far as I'm concerned, we're solidly in the Halloween season. It's time to talk about horror. We've got a great, we've got a couple of great new ones that have come out recently. We're really getting spoiled these days. Um, but before we get into Barbarian, uh, why don't we talk about what else we've been seeing at the movies recently?
1: Yeah. I mean, okay. Yeah. I mean uh you know what i just haven't been to the movies that much i moved recently um
0: yeah you've been busy um,
1: yeah so i've been a little uh you know a little uh, it's hard to get to the movies when you're trying to like move and like doing shit every day and trying to unpack and get shit delivered and just all kinds of nonsense so um i have not really seen too many movies in theaters lately you know i saw barbarian we know that um I saw, uh, what's it called? The invitation. Um, um Oh yeah, was- I saw that, which was a movie that exists. Um, it wasn't bad. It was just a movie that exists. Like the it's
0: invitation not- was like, it felt like it had like three quarters of the elements that it needed to be awesome. Yeah. Like, I, it I had every, it was like a cool idea mixing like the aristocracy thing with like a, like a vampire family, but, all they really needed to do to make that movie awesome was just make more vampires. Cause we only have yeah. one vampire and that made the climax kind of an, an- anticlimactic, right? <laughs> there yeah. wasn't a lot to do once we finally got there. Right. And, uh, but it was a cool idea. It was, I would say it's like a solid, like C horror movie. Was yeah, good. absolutely. Yeah.
1: Um, and i saw the new adris album movie beast um so i oh. i have been hitting like the the sort of horror or horror adjacent at the very least i don't know how you if you beast was i don't know
0: i don't i don't know beast is he, like a classic creature feature kind of horror yeah movie. i didn't and really really, like like it very much, the but, um, really i thought i thought beast was awesome really um, i
1: thought the i just didn't like the lion very much um the thing it just didn't look great <laughs> Half the time, I was like, "This just looks ugly visually." um, Yeah, some of the the
0: visual effects were not like the top level, but I, you know, I liked the setting. I thought it was really cool. It obviously, like, you know, in the this middle of the grasslands of Africa, you're you're trapped out with no radio contact, and you're getting attacked by a lion. That's a pretty scary setting it's a, like akin to like being at sea and jaws attacks you're completely stranded
1: yeah um, i just i think i wanted it to be sillier like i feel like it was like all right like we're we're all doing we're all being a little serious about this like, it
0: could have maybe said lion sillier.
1: attack movie which like is not a thing that happens really like in this way like especially like it's not like the male lions are really like the most aggressive of the lions so like we're really like reaching here um yeah And they try
0: to explain why this line is going sicko mode, but (laughs) going
1: sicko mode, (laughs) I would have said Gordy mode, Uh, going
0: goblin mode.
1: (laughs) Mm, mm -mm. I can't say that because that's an Elon Musk ism now.
0: Oh (laughs) oh, no. He's he's taking it. Darn it. Well, he's gone jean jacket mode (laughs) and he's not, he's not pleased with people in general. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just, I, I I thought it was just a fun little kind of pulpy horror slash thriller movie. Um, plus, you get to see Idris Elba, like, fight a lion to the extent that he's able to at the end, which is pretty badass. Right. Um, yeah, so I thought that was just like a fun evening at the movies kind of thing. Um, did you see Fall?
1: i haven't seen fall yet i i know i really want to i wanted to but just has not worked out the times have been really shitty oh that sucks times.
0: yeah well it's been out for a little bit now so it's probably getting into the later stage of things it came
1: out at like the worst time based on my move and then by the time oh yeah things were, like slowing down it was, I was like right like, in the middle it was it was leaving because it's not like a massive hit so it's not like lingering on like all the show times you know it's now like the late night showings and like a random, like 12 PM. And it's like, well, neither of those work for me. Um, so
0: yeah, fall fall was interesting. You know, it's the movies about, uh, two young women who get stranded at the top of like one of those giant, extremely tall communications towers. It's yeah, like, I've seen
1: uh, the I've seen like the teaser that plays and I think it's very funny. So um
0: the teaser is so it's, ridiculous. Uh but it's When it's, it's just like scaling up the tower. It's like literally yeah. the only way you could sell this movie and it's really good. It's just like it's just going all the way up the tower until you see them like dangling at the top and screaming and that's just the whole thing. I love that it's uh, like
1: it's like the it's like in the like we've got Beast, the classic creature feature, and then we, on the other end we've got um fall which is like the the stuck in a random place yeah the classic horror. like
0: survival horror it, it's like
1: the the um the open water or open the water frozen, yeah Fro- frozen
0: <laughs> frozen the version at the uh at not the top on the an ski elsa yeah. um, it also did have some i comparison. guess like deliverance
1: sort of but deliverance is its uh, own sort of thing
0: it kind of reminded me of the descent but without the creatures obviously oh i was gonna um, say
1: does it take a turn because no, wow, I'll, no. <laughs> I'll make i'll make my way out there right okay, now
0: that would be great <laughs> though if it was just like the same sky goblins (laughs) sky dwelling (laughs) like these sky dwelling creatures that nobody knows about that are hanging out at the top no it's nothing like that but it's like just kind of a fun survival horror and it it does have kind of a descent like twist at one point where things aren't exactly how they appear to be that's mainly what reminded me of it but i don't want to give that away yeah um i will see it i will see it you know it was fun it wasn't like super great but again like these are the kind of horror movies that you like to see it coming out in a regular succession they don't have to all be like a plus uh blumhouse or a24 no and i love a lot of pulpy
1: bad horror i think like my problem with some of these like both like the invitation and beast were more that i didn't think it like leaned enough into like the pulpiness like that as it could have like it was like there were uh, especially beast. It was just like, you're taking yourself a little seriously right now. Like that's look at true. what your movie is. Like, that's
0: true. And, and as we'll explain, uh, barbarian is the flip side of this. That leans yes. just the right way into yes. how crazy and silly it is. Well, we'll
1: talk about that, but barbarian is interesting in that it is leaning into how silly and crazy it is, but it also is telling a pretty serious message. Like there are yeah. serious themes happening in this, in this. Yeah. Movie. Yeah.
0: It's able to um, be silly while still having like yeah. a real serious message. So I, yeah. I, you know that's best of both worlds, right? Yeah. Uh, before we get any further, before I forget about this, uh, what are you drinking tonight, Matt? <laughs>
1: okay, I'm not drinking anything super special. Um, because again, I just moved. I haven't even moved all of my like. Bo- so like, I'm my last apartment. Like, I'm still close. I like I the landlord is like we're friends. Um, So like my bar is basically half still there. So boy, I did not mix drinks. Um, Stranding
0: without the bar. That's like, that would be the first thing I move.
1: Well, (laughs) I've been uh, trying to drink a little bit less during this move process, because if I don't, I would have like, I, it would have been like, oh, I packed a few items time to like chug um, (laughs) like as a reward. You know what I mean? Good good um, point. Good point. Um, So, um, but I am drinking in honor of starting the spooky season. Um, the Bronx Brewery's Tattooed Pumpkin, which is a pumpkin IPA. Um, Ooh, nice. Yeah. So it is sort of on theme, but it's not like a, a themed cocktail. I would have done something for a movie like Barbarian, too, because it's a, I really liked it. Um, so would have had to do like a retro cocktail vaguely, mm-hmm. like a, a 50s-esque, you know, Um um, as we'll discuss, um, I guess yeah. 60s, whatever. Um, but yeah, I
0: think so. I think the flashback's supposed to be in the 80s, but yeah, is it the 80s? Yeah. But because uh, he's he's listening to, um, I can't remember what the song is, but it's something rock of ages adjacent. Oh my god, <laughs> it is, isn't it?
1: That. Yeah, yeah.
0: We'll figure it out, but um, it yeah, yeah. I get, I get, comes, w- yeah. I get where you're coming from, though. Uh, good, good call, good call. Um, I'm drinking a White Russian. Hmm. you know, because the cream. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I
1: know. <laughs> we'll,
0: we'll get into why that's relevant later. Um, but yeah, um, so that's fun. Um, orphan first kill. That's that's the last. Uh, oh, yeah. I didn't see that, that in theaters, but yeah, yeah uh yeah yeah me neither uh i don't think it came out in theaters around here it
1: did here but i didn't really realize that until i'd already seen it not in theaters so
0: now this one does kind of lean into how silly it is and i feel like you have to if you're making a prequel to orphan which is already kind of a zany movie and this one is like hey what if we made a prequel like 15 years later using the same actress who played the little girl (laughs) who's now like 25 years old (laughs) um and it is it's really fun like uh, you can you know you could kind of tell in a lot of scenes like she's on her knees and stuff and they're using like kids as body doubles from behind and stuff but overall looks looks pretty good um and they
1: did they did it with practical effects i just want to call that out
0: yeah yeah all practical I mean I'm sure there's a, there's a little bit of CG touch up in there somewhere but it, oh, it yeah looks, yeah it looks very good um and uh like the the storyline I mean like we get to see we don't actually Here's the funny part we don't actually get to see the first kill um so when when we uh come across the the little girl she's already in the the mental asylum having killed another family <laughs>
1: Yeah, it, we actually don't see first kill.
0: <laughs> because because like the, the, there's a moment when she kills someone in the in the insane asylum, and I'm like, that's it, that's the first kill, but it's not really because they, not. but um, you know, you get to see her break out of the asylum and go like steal the identity of some missing kid and go like try to pretend to be their missing daughter. Um, now she's pull, going
1: sicko mode.
0: Yeah, she's like oh. really
1: going out there. <laughs>
0: She is, she is very much sicko mode.
1: <laughs> Esther, who's not Esther, is really doing it. She's yes. really, she's having a time. Um.
0: <laughs> but there is a, there is a fun twist to it that uh, that makes this like, takes this over the top into being an absolutely insane movie where you figure out like, she she probably stole the wrong girl's identity. Probably didn't want to end up in this exact family. Um, no she fucked up she <laughs> fucked up big time
1: and not because like they're particularly formidable foes I mean they kind of are but like they're, it's just like a real fucked up house that you've suddenly thrown yourself into Yeah, you like don't want to be
0: there mm-hmm. like it's
1: not it's not a good time for you um,
0: yeah it kind of reminds me of like Devil's Rejects or something where you end up like sort of rooting for the, the villain <laughs> because right. there's equally fucked up people on the other side well it's uh,
1: well I was thinking like like don't breathe, where it's like you're sort of rooting for these people who like objectively are like kind of assholes. Yeah. Like they're they're like breaking into people's homes and stealing shit because they want to like get out of town, which is like okay, whatever, but also you're an asshole. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um so, you know, but this is a little different because in this case, the vil- the the person, I mean, maybe you're rooting for Esther, but she's also, like, homicidal. She's not just, like, stealing things. Like, that is, right. like, a, a, there's a difference. Um, um, also, because we've seen, like, what she gets up to after the events of this movie. It's, like, she is, like fully crazy after this movie. (laughs) So um we've seen her try to like kill a child and sleep with a man. Like while the man thinks she's a child. Like we know
0: we know what she's about to do. (laughs) She's always she's always trying to seduce the dads. That's that's part of the pattern that is the Esther
1: way. That is that is her (laughs) that is her MO. You gotta kill the wife, sleep with the man. Um we gotta kill the kid, drive the woman crazy, sleep with the man. Um,
0: Um
1: that's that's the Esther
0: modus operandi yeah it's kind of kind of edible in a way it's, it's a little bit edible, very interesting. edible. Um, <laughs> it's very yeah, edible
1: it's edible um yeah so esther esther really did did fuck up and it's very funny when like you suddenly learn that she fucked up it's just like it's like because the movie does use casting to its advantage like julia styles is not who you think she's going to be in this movie. (laughs)
0: Like, yeah, yeah. um, I heard, I heard people raving about Julia styles in this. And at the beginning I was like, Oh, she's all right. You know, she's not doing anything like that. Exceptional. And then like the turn comes, they're like, Oh man. Okay. Now, (laughs) now I see where we're coming from. Yeah. Yeah. She's very good. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very fun movie, you know, great. Definitely Again. check it out,
1: and if you uh, like many others have forgotten how much of a wild ride the first orphan is, check that out too. Oh it's yeah, it's such a joy of a movie, and it's very <laughs> criminally underrated even now. Um, although I think this movie has increased appreciation for even the first one, so um, which is great because the first one is is pretty bad shit too in terms like they're both. It's yeah. a loony movie. It's um also we should call out that this movie was directed by uh friend of the pod william brent bell um we love william brent bell here because he did the boy and the boy too. Um,
0: oh so, oh great great yeah, he's so, really leaning into like the creepy he, little kid yeah i was going to say it. he
1: really likes um something um <laughs> i don't <laughs> I don't want to speculate on what william brent bell's <laughs> issues are but something is wrong with them I and mean,
0: we we <laughs> we need a, a the boy orphan shared universe oh, here oh my god could you imagine uh, we should, he
1: also um for those of you who want to go way back, he also directed stay alive, which starred Frankie Munez. Oh, um, um, so the most 2000s Smear Armstrong and Sophia Bush, you know, that was a, that was a, a journey. Um, so, you know, um, William Brent Bell, friend of the pod. Um, there definitely needs to be an, an outing where like Esther somehow gets herself into the house that where a boy has just picked up Brahms like (laughs) that needs to happen that would be insane
0: (laughs) um when is this great crossover going to finally happen the people demand it
1: the people demand it we might be the only people but i think if we start a grassroots campaign we could get some support um there hasn't been a great horror crossover in a while so we're overdue Um,
0: yeah yeah we really need it
1: i mean i guess like the entire conjuring universe but that doesn't count
0: yeah yeah that 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 like that's a, a shared universe from the ground up like yeah we need like some some individual franchises that cross.
1: right that. we need like a new freddie versus jason but it's esther versus brahms um <laughs> it's like so we've we've got freddie versus jason then we had sadako versus um what uh what's what's her name uh juan it's the the character from juan oh the grudge yeah. yeah uh but you know they did that they did that movie they did the the one where those two f- square off oh really um, Yes, oh my god, it's not as batshit and great as you think it's gonna be, but it does have moments. Um, um, and uh, then we need Esther versus Brahms. It's time. It's time for the next great horror crossover.
0: You um, know, in in the age of like multiverse and shared universes and all that going on, it's it's weird that we don't have one for horror at this point. I know. Uh, I mean, obviously, other than a lot of Conjuring it is rights universe. issues, but um, yeah, 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 that's always an issue, and I mean, can't even make a. Uh, Jason 13th, movie right yeah. now we, yeah. with the rights issues going on, but hopefully someday we get we get all the all the greats together, duke it out. It was supposed to be uh you know the the dark universe back okay. in the day. Well, um that that fell through. That would have been a fun like universal monsters share universe kind of thing.
1: Yeah, they really bungled the the mummy movie. Mm-hmm. So that uh, yeah. didn't work out too well. That was a ridiculous movie. That was just a a ridiculous experience. Um, I just thought about the trailer that they released with Tom Cruise (laughs) screaming.
0: With like none of the sounds except for just Tom Cruise screaming.
1: (laughs) Uh, So good. That
0: Um, that was great. Yeah. All right. Uh, And other various non-horror things I've seen recently. That I yeah, just wanted you to watched, touch on. You watched some non-horror things. Yeah, I I oh, saw, three thousand years of longing, nice. which I saw like right before Beast, <laughs> so it's great. It's an experience. Like, oh, Idris, wow, yeah, nice yeah. Idris Elba is like killing it these days. Um, in this one, he plays a djinn who's yes. been released by Tilda Swinton in her hotel room in Istanbul, and he's telling her like his story of being in love and being trapped in a bottle and like all of his various adventures. And it's, it's just very beautiful, very interesting movie about like love and longing. And, um, yeah, it's just very, very nice. And the sort of movie that it all, you know, it's all basically set in one room, mostly with like stories that are being told, taking us elsewhere before we come back to the room, which I always think is an interesting structure. Um, but yeah, really enjoyed that one. Very funny to see that from Idris Elba right before Beast. Two very different um, movies, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's he's really all over the place with his uh, the the roles he takes. But yeah, it's good. Um, I've also been keeping up with my Disney rewatch series. I've, I'm still very early in the history here, but I saw Bambi and Saludos Amigos. Oh yeah, I saw um, that
1: you were watching Saludos Amigos one
0: time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That one that one is terribly underrated. Very fun movie. Um with a lot of interesting segments and uh live action footage as well from South America. Um also Bambi was like awesome. I was surprised like how much I liked that, given that like that that's like one of the Wait, Disney... have you not seen Bambi? I say I've seen Bambi like a long time ago. Oh, okay. Like I think that's probably like of the, like the classic Disney ones, like the one I've seen the least. Well, so, I think it
1: probably like traumatized children. So
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the, that's the thing. Um, but I like, you know, I didn't really remember it very much and I was like, ah, whatever. Like, but I thought it was really solid. Um, and just like not too much strong on story, but lots of really beautiful animation and stuff. And it's just a fun watch.
1: Yeah, I um, I really enjoyed Bambi. Bambi's a good movie.
0: Yeah, and then back on the horror train, watched Hellraiser yesterday.
1: Ooh, was that that was and, a, that was not a first watch, right?
0: No, no, no. no but I was showing the, I was showing it to Lauren for the first time. Nice. She really liked it. Hellraiser, um, great. great movie. That is like one of the greats of horror. Um,
1: yeah, I miss I wish I miss when Pinhead was like one of the like horror slasher icons. Pinhead, come back. I guess Pinhead's about to come back. They're yeah. doing a new one.
0: Yeah, we're gonna Who's get directing a new... it?
1: Who's it's somebody who's big. Who's, who's involved um, in that? Lit. Not big, but like somebody who I know is like good. Um the guy is it David Bruckner who did um the ritual? Yeah. Oh
0: okay. yeah, that's and, some of
1: the, and he did which he did Nighthouse and one of the segments from VHS. I can't remember which VHS segment he did.
0: Right, right. We talked about this. Yeah, yeah. He directed the Night House. He did Amateur Night from VHS. Oh my god,
1: that's oh, and that's a great one from VHS. Yeah. 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 So um I'm so, very uh, to see.
0: Well, yeah, yeah. Good see. things ahead, hopefully, for um for Hellraiser fans.
1: Yeah, I'm super excited about that. I am uh Oh yeah, and Jamie Clayton is gonna be pinhead. That's gonna be good. Jamie yeah. Clayton who was in since eight. Um mm-hmm. so yeah, that'll be cool. Um, I'm looking forward to that. I'm ready. I'm ready for like some more. I, I keep like meaning to like do a deep dive on the Hellraiser franchise because I've only seen like one and two
0: and then like one random ass late entry. Um, yeah, I've only seen one and two. So there's like I a really late entry that
1: I randomly watched with a roommate <laughs> back in like 20, like 15, maybe. Um, um But I, I, that's about it. Uh, and I don't even really remember one, that one that well. Um, so I definitely need to revisit all of them.
0: Well, hopefully more good Hellraiser movies on the horizon. Definitely looking forward to that. Why don't we get into Barbarian? <laughs> Barbarian.
1: Barbarian. Barbarian. Yeah, okay. Let's do it. Um just gonna be thinking about that Day of the Barbarian theme song the whole time.
0: <laughs> I need you to move past the Day of the Barbarian song, okay? We're... <laughs>
1: it's an iconic song. Just because you can't remember it doesn't mean.
0: <laughs> I suppose so. All right. um So Day yeah, I, I went into this movie knowing absolutely nothing about it, um, which maybe does not reflect well on how well I've been keeping up with upcoming releases, but. Um, it ended up being really good because this is the sort of movie that you really don't want to know what's coming. You really don't.
1: You really, really do not. I it cannot takes, stress that enough.
0: <laughs> it takes some absolutely wild twists. So we're going to talk about this spoiler free at first, and then we're going to let you know when the spoilers are coming. And if you have any inkling of he- seeing this movie, I would recommend waiting to hear what we have to say about the later part of the movie until you've seen it. Yeah. Cause you're going to want to go in fresh. Uh, that's how I went in. I loved it. It was perfect. So fair. Yeah. Warning. I
1: mean, you know, listen to this part, spoiler free. Although I would honestly, if you want to see it at all, I would just go see the movie and then come back and listen to yeah, it, everything. Yeah. If
0: you're into like gnarly, weird horror, trust me, you're going to like this one. Yeah, just yeah. go check it out. Yeah. If you want to find out some more about it first, listen to the first part. If you're not gonna watch it, listen to the whole thing. Whatever, yeah. we'll we'll tell you. But if you're gonna watch it, don't it even listen to the first part first. Like honestly, <laughs>
1: just wait, just wait, because it, it the experience is so much better when you like know jack all about what's coming in this movie,
0: because um, it's a journey. The whole the movie is a journey. Um, yeah, what I like about this movie is that it it changes the kind of movie it is about every twenty to thirty minutes. Yeah. Yep. It it throws something a complete curveball at you every once in a while and then you're like oh this is what we're doing now oh god (laughs) yes it
1: changes it changes itself up constantly um and it just makes for such a weird like great viewing experience um and the trailer really props to them the trailer gives like none of that away it really does not tell you that things are going to get as weird as they do um you can kind of guess just because the trailer gives away so little. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like it's like there's a reason there you're not seeing more. Um, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, you know, um, it really does. Just it's like it's like multiple acts. You know, it's just told in like a very not. I don't want to say very structured because that makes it sound boring. But it's like it is sort of like different like structured acts throughout this movie. Yeah, yeah. Like are a completely different thing and like it completely reshapes. What you're thinking about the movie and its themes, and particularly its gender politics, like it—it's every single like segment completely reshapes what you're thinking about all of those things. Um, so it's uh, it's really great.
0: So why don't we get into like the base basic premise of it to start? Yeah, um, we've got our protagonist Tess, the young this. woman, showing up in Detroit for a job interview. And she's booked an Airbnb. Um, <laughs> she's showing up like late at night. It's raining. It's raining heavily. And she goes to get into the Airbnb. She finds like the lockbox key isn't there. She's calling up the host. He's not answering. And eventually, like, she finds out that there's somebody already in the house. Yes. And that person. Is Keith. Played by Bill Skarsgard. Yeah, Bill scarsgard Already a great start. You know, Bill Skarsgard, a little off putting, kind of like a weird combination between charming and disturbing. Yes. <laughs> um yes. so perfect for this role. And you know, he says that he's already he booked this place apparently on a different site, and the place is double booked. So they're both supposed to be in this place. They can't get a hold of the host. They're in like this really shitty neighborhood in Detroit. There's like nothing else around. They can't get another hotel room because there's like some convention in town. So uh, the place that Tess finds herself in is having to maybe stay the night at this Airbnb where there's already a stranger staying here.
1: Right. And it's also a strange man and she's a, a solo woman. Thing. Yeah, That's a, a, a factor that you can see she's thinking through as she's making her decision here. Um,
0: so definitely. Yeah. And, and they, they discuss that they discuss like the, the various gender um, politics of the, the dynamic that they have here, a strange woman, a strange man. Um, they discuss like, Hey, if you were the one in the house, would you have let me in like stuff like that? right um right and you know he's
1: like of course i would have like <laughs> i
0: and he wouldn't have thought anything you know he uh,
1: it, he would of course do this and wouldn't think anything of it and she's like of course i would not have let you in like i would i yeah. would have done nothing of the sort if i were inside and you were outside in the rain like so um just totally reasonable and then she doesn't really want to drink the wine that he offers which is also reasonable um yeah or like then there's tea, like when he makes a cup of tea like <laughs>
0: There's like so many awkward moments where it's like clear he's he's trying to be like nice and like above board and everything. But also it like kind of highlights how uncertain the whole situation is when he's like, hey, I wanted to wait until you came out here so you could see me open the wine. So, you know, I didn't do anything to it. It's like, yeah, well, that's good. But also now I'm thinking about like, did you do something to the wine? So Right. Although we
1: couldn't have. It was still corked. Yeah. Like, you know, still it's like, what the fuck are we doing here? Yeah. It's just like, you know it's this weird situation where he's like this guy who's like ostensibly nice, but he's always slightly creepy. Sorry to Bill Skarsgård, but like just kind of are, um, and we are all thinking in the back of our heads, it's Pennywise a dancing clown. So you know, <laughs> can't yep. get, can't get rid of that ever. Um, he's, always he's got that. that for that. <laughs> 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 so, um, you know, and she's like a solo woman traveling with this guy. And like, at first he's like, Oh yeah, come in. It's totally fine. And, and she's like, he doesn't even seem to at first get why she's being weird. And then when he does realize he just makes it weirder by being weird about it. Yeah. Like, and it's just like completely highlights how like differently they're perceiving the situation. Like, cause he's obviously, uh, I don't think it's too much of a spoiler. He seems, he is a pretty nice guy. He's not like a freak. Like, um, yeah. Um, but like he's, so he's not even thinking how she might think of him, like, or think about the situation. He's just like, Oh, well, whatever. It's fine. I'm nice. So whatever. Like, well, like lots of guys aren't. (laughs) Um, so, um, you know, which is a very interesting dynamic just to kick the movie off. Um, and then the movie gets even weirder when they do start drinking the wine together and it plays with like meet cute tropes, like where they're like, She's like, oh yeah, I'm here to like interview for like a documentary about music. And he's like, did you see that other doc? Like, she's like, he, she did this other documentary about music. And he's like, I love that documentary about that. And I was the group that is starting this music thing here. And she's like, no way. Um, Yeah. They're like
0: starting to bond over like like actual shared interests and stuff. Right. It's like like this complete
1: coincidence that they are in the same place and, and they're like smiling and laughing and she'll like, like interact with him and then like kind of smile to herself. And it's like this, like weird, like cutesy, almost rom-com vibes for a minute. Like it's a, it's a very interesting dynamic that all happens. And this is all like in the first, like 20 minutes of the movie, like it's a lot yeah. going on.
0: <laughs> this movie is like, it's so packed full of stuff. There's like yeah. no wasted time in this movie. No,
1: that, that's very true. There is zero wasted time here. Cause it's not a long movie either. I think it was like 99 minutes or something like, yeah, it's not, it's not
0: long. It's wild. How, how quickly that movie goes by. Um, so yeah, they she ends up staying the night here, maybe feeling a little bit more easy about it once she's gotten to know Keith better. Um still a weird situation, you know, she goes out for her interview. The the woman she's interviewing with seems to like they seem to get along pretty well. It seems like she might have this job in the bag, but also when she mentions where she's staying while she came in for the interview, she's like, "Oh, you should not be there."
2: <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like it's like a serious thing not like oh it's kind of sketchy it's like no <laughs>
2: right
1: right it's it's very clear that it's like an actual bad part of town it's not like, like somebody just like having some weird like prejudice about certain parts of town for like yeah the wrong reasons it's like this is obviously a very bad part of town
2: mm-hmm. um
1: yeah and you know it's detroit if you're in a bad part of town, it's probably, you know, I probably wouldn't want to be on the outskirts of Detroit is all I'm going to say. Like, I don't want to be on the outskirts of that city specifically. Yeah. Um, I think that I think we can all agree on that.
0: Right. Um, A bad, a bad part of Detroit is a pretty bad part of town. Yeah. Um, You might end up in the, in the house from don't breathe. Like (laughs) you
1: could end up a thousand don't breathe. (laughs)
0: Um, Yeah. Um, So, you know,
1: you just don't, it's very interesting because one thing like the trailers like didn't give away too much about the neighborhood that the Airbnb is in. Um, they show all all the outside shots are at night in the trailer. Um, and like the movie sort of like withholds that from you for a while, too. You sort of like they're there at night and you hear Bill Skarsgård say, you know, I don't know if you got a good look at this area, but it's not it. I don't think you should be out there at night. Yeah, um, yeah. And, like, you you hear that part, but you still are only seeing it at night. So you're seeing, like, the outlines of houses. And, like, in the dark, the outlines look like, okay, they're, like, silhouettes of houses. It's, like, I guess there aren't streetlights, so that's sketchy. But otherwise, it seems like, you know, it's a neighborhood. Um,
0: mm-hmm. And then you see it in the light of day, and it's, like, what the fuck? It's, like, like literally every other house on the block is, like, a crumbled ruin. Except for <laughs> just this just one black. Airbnb. <laughs> just this one perfectly nice house in the middle of like an absolute war zone <laughs> right it's like no 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 no. absolutely you should not be staying there i mean there is like zero like
1: i cannot believe somebody thought that that was okay to stay there i can't believe two people in this movie thought it was okay to stay there like two characters were like yeah this is fine and in fact a third character thinks it's okay to own that place um like it's like well, it's what are we doing
0: that- We'll get into that, but I, I, it's, it's clear he has no idea, like, what house he even owns. Uh, yeah, absolutely,
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's, like, complete insanity that anybody thought this was, like, an appropriate Airbnb. Um,
0: yeah. <laughs> like, and, and we quickly get to see exactly, like, how sketchy this neighborhood is when Tess comes home after the interview and gets chased by this crazy-sounding homeless man who's, like, yelling at her, And saying, like, don't be in that house. You shouldn't be in that house. Get out of the house. And like she has to run inside and lock herself in. Right. To escape this homeless guy. She like calls the police and they're just like, "Mm, you know, we don't really have anyone to send. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, they're literally just like, We don't have any cars available right now. They're like, they're not they're not coming to this part of town, clearly. (laughs)
1: That's that's really the undertone. It's like they're like You're in that part of town? Uh, (laughs) anything that
0: happens there, like that's your business. Like you deal with that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they're clearly not coming. Anyway, T- Tess is like Keith isn't home. She's the only one around at this point. She's clearly very unnerved by what's going on. Um. But uh, so she has to. She's going to the bathroom to add a toilet paper. She goes down to the basement to look for some, and gets locked down there because yes. this this door that swings shut to the basement and locks automatically. Um, and she's completely stuck down there. And this is about where I think we should start. We should draw the line for spoilers. Yeah. The, 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 the trailer does sort of give away
1: some of like the very next moments, but it doesn't make it clear how it's all linked. So I think it is best to say like spoilers from now on. Cause you don't spoilers really know the things we're going to describe next. You don't know them in the context that we're going to describe them.
0: Yeah. So, uh, once, once we get, to the next part that's when the real horror movie starts i think and yeah it's uh, like non-horror
1: for a bit i mean it's like it's just like this like kind of tense and then tension is like popped and then it's just like a nice little movie and then now it becomes horror so Mm
0: -hmm. yeah so fair warning full spoilers ahead um be warned yeah so while she's trapped down in this basement she finds like this rope sticking out of the wall that when she pulls on it it unleashes releases unleashes releases. it opens unleashes the it it a door. A door it unleashes the door now it releases a secret door in the wall and i mean this is just from the start this is this is a bad sign like you don't want to be you're already in this strange house you don't know why you're double booked you're in a terrible neighborhood There's some unknown guy staying in the house with you. And now you've found a secret door in the basement. (laughs) (laughs) Not a good sign. Not a good sign. So the door opens on to like just this long, creepy looking hallway with a single door off to the side near the end. And she goes down there. Mm -hmm. And
1: well, first first oh yeah
0: yeah yeah! she looks at the door and she goes nope yeah, uh, yeah it's nope. very was funny like, because we all just watch nope so. it's nope <laughs> yeah it's uh, nope you like uh, nope and like like the audience laughed at that point yes yeah, the same, yeah, i was like yeah. yeah perfect perfect um yeah and i then, saw
1: this i don't know how your audience was i saw this on thursday night the night it opened so um it was, it was, pretty was like good. 7 p.m on that thursday it
0: i was, saw this on a friday night and like i'd say it was a pretty good crowd for this theater like i i've I've never been in a packed house in this theater, but this was like, you know, I mean, there was like 20 people there maybe, okay. which is pretty good for that theater. Um, so yeah, she's like, at first she's like, nope. And like curiosity is getting the better of her, So she finds like this mirror that she can bounce light down the hallway. So she can sort of see a bit better. Um, so then she's, she's walking down this hallway. She goes to the, the room on the side there and There's just this really, really messy, bad looking bed there and a video camera in the corner pointed at the bed. (laughs) So it's like really upsetting. It's like (laughs) it's bad. It's ring. very, very not good. No, we, we don't need this. It's like um, one of it
1: looks like a, a scene like out of like the videotape from the ring. Like, it's like, we should not be here. This, should yeah. not, this should not be happening.
0: It looks like something out of like hostel or something. Oh it's yeah. Like, that too. Yeah. Yeah. Very, that it's, it's uh,
1: very, it's very not good. It's, um, yeah, it's very like snuff film. Like something horrible has occurred in this room at some point. Um, it's grimy. It's appalling. Um, <laughs>
0: Yeah. yeah and then eventually she finds a bloody handprint in there yeah and then she's like oh shit like this is really this is like every fear that i've had is being confirmed right now so right. she runs out of there she sees keith at the little window into the basement and is like banging on the window to have him let her out yes which he does. They eventually get get her
1: out of the basement. Um, but when she does, like an interesting dynamic happens where he's like, "You're not making sense. What are you talking about? You found a door. Okay, there was a video camera in a bed. Okay,
0: like <laughs> he's like, that just sounds like a room. Like, what's bad about a room? It's like, right. no, like this is clearly someone has been held captive here. And I, he's like, well, we don't know that. Like, <laughs> right?
1: And she's clearly very upset because she's seen the room. Anybody who has seen the room. I mean, it's impossible not to think the worst about that room. Like that room, something horrible has occurred in that room. Yeah. There's no, no question about that. Um, and you can, you don't even have to like have a very imagine. You don't have a have to have a strong imagination to guess the sorts of things that might happen in a room with a grimy room with a single bed and a camera pointed on the bed. Like you don't have to. You know, yeah, you know what's going on. Yeah, um, it's it's quite clear. Yeah. Um. And so like, it's just like she's very upset and he's just sort of like. I, you know, I just don't understand. And it's just like this interesting moment where like you've had this thing where she, he's been like really like a nice guy to her despite her initial reservations. Yeah. Yeah. But he's still like in this moment thinking, why are you so upset? Why are you acting like this? Like, yeah. He's like,
0: I, I, I'm going to check it out for myself. Let me see if like there's anything wrong there.
1: Right. Just like completely ignoring. Like she is clearly, she knows what she's about. Like (laughs) she, she's, first of all, she chose to stay in this Airbnb with a strange man in the terrible part of Detroit. Like it obviously takes a lot to rattle her. (laughs) Like, yeah. (laughs)
0: like (laughs) If she's this scared after, after going through this crazy situation, you know, it's the real deal. Yeah.
1: And he's just sort of, I mean, it's just like an interesting, like again, like a riff on like, like gender dynamics in this movie where like, like the, the woman character is like, seeing very obvious red flags that like should be bright red for anyone. And she's trying to relay that. And he's just sort of like, well, let me check for myself. Like, why are you being so upset about this? He's not calling her hysterical woman, but he's kind of acting like, why are you so upset? Like I should go look at this myself just to see. Cause maybe you're being ridiculous and it's like, he's not, he's being nice about it, obviously. But like, that's yeah. like the undercurrent of like how he's responding. Like, even if he's not thinking of it that way, he's thinking, obviously I need to look at this for myself to confirm that something is up instead of like, I don't know if I were in that situation, I'd be like, this woman is screaming and crying. I don't want to go down there. I don't want to go into the basement in a strange house to begin with. I definitely don't want to go into a basement with a secret passage, with a single room with a camera and a bed in it. Like I, I, hmm. I don't know, Bill Skarsgård, you fucking weirdo. Like, (laughs) well, he's,
0: he's like the, uh, the questionable ally here, basically. Yes, yes, exactly. Exactly. He's like, I, 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 oh yes, I believe you, but I want to see for myself. But it's like worth noting uh, that
1: he's like the best man in this movie. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Literally.
0: (laughs) Literally. I mean, compared to, compared to the other guys that we'll get into, he is barely at the only
1: one who even comes close is the homeless man who chases her down and tells her not to go into the house.
0: Yes, yeah, no, he's he's the best one. He's the the unquestionably best one, even though I don't know about
1: unquestionably because he definitely had a I can't be hurt because I'm a guy and I'm where I am.
0: He has his own problems, but they
1: like all right. So I'd say he and Bill Skarsgård are tied. I'd say they're both the two best guys here.
0: Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So he goes down to the basement, and she wants nothing to do with that at all. Right until like she hears him like yelling, and it's very clear there's there's something very bad going on down there. Um, so she props the door open this time. She's getting a little smarter. She props the door up with the chair. I
1: mean, in fairness, who could have thought <laughs> that like the door would just like close and she'd be stuck?
0: Like, yeah this door this door will like really swing closed it must be the reason. way it's no either reason. the
1: way the house is designed or it's like the way the door specifically it has it's like weighted to like eventually it, it like gravity will get the better of it and it will close yeah
0: it's
2: mm-hmm. not like
1: any of my doors my doors just stay open but <laughs>
0: <laughs> so she she goes down there she goes down the the little hallway and finds that there's in fact another door Yet another secret door that we haven't seen previously that is at the very back of the hallway. And um, when she opens that up, it's just this dark stairway down seemingly into oblivion. And this is the moment where I was like, oh shit, here we yeah. go. Yeah. Like this is like pounded on the armrest time. Right? Yes. And she's going down the steps here. I'm like, here we go. <laughs> this is
1: it. First like, of all, this part, these parts are sort of in the trailer. I right? like, like you see her walking on the steps in the trailer, or at least that there are steps. You see the room with the camera, but nothing could have really prepared you for like, this is like in the house. It's all connected this way. All of this has happened in the way that it's happening. And like, just how tense this moment is when she's going down the stairs.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, like the 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 design of these stairs was so good, and like yeah. the way all this was shot, it like it builds so much tension. And she's going into like complete blackness. She's like, you can't see anything ahead of her. Um, so creepy. And she's going past like just like progressively worse things in the darkness. <laughs>
1: right. I weird. love what she's like walking around. She's like, what the fuck? And it's like, you should leave. I don't care if that man is screaming. Like, <laughs> I like you need yeah. to
0: go. Once like, once I went past the human sized dog cages on yes. the ground, yeah. that's when I'd be like, you know what? I like I I I liked you, uh, Bill Skarsgard. You were but really I've known you for nice twenty four hours. Twenty four hours. But you made your decision to come down here. I'm leaving. (laughs) This is the no, no, I'm not going any further, but she does go further and finds him like crawling on the ground. Mm. And,
1: and he's hysterical now.
0: Yeah. He is like absolutely out of his mind. And
1: the interesting thing about this moment is that like he reaches her and she's like, what's going on? We need to go. Let's leave right now. Let's go. Uh, And he's like, we can't go back that way because that's where, that's where it was. And you're like, first of all, what the fuck are we talking about? And she's like, but that's the way I came from. So that's the way out. So let's go. And he's like, no, we have to go this other way deeper into the tunnel. And it's like, what (laughs) the fuck are you talking about? Clearly the correct way is backwards. Like, yeah.
0: And He was like, "There's something in here, and it bit me." <laughs> like, what the? Oh fuck? yeah, when? Oh my god, when
1: he said it bit me, I was like, "What? Hold on." Um, <laughs> um, and he's so upset, and like, but like, I just I can't get over. Like, she's like, "Let's go back the way I just came from," and he's like, "No, no, 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 we have to go deeper into the tunnel to get out." And I was like, "What is this, Scooby Doo? Like, what are we doing? No, like, you you go the way that you know is the exit. Like, that's the direction you travel, man." Mm. He's not very bright. Um,
0: yeah, he's not. And then you see this figure. This is when it darkness. really. This
1: is a nothing can prepare you for. It this comes is out of one the of those
0: moments It <laughs> just like was like. You know, we're already in a scary movie. We're already in, like, a really freaky haunted house kind of movie. This is when it was like, oh, we're in a fucked up movie. Yeah,
1: (laughs) things get very fucking weird
0: here real fast. So you don't get a really good view of it, but this deformed naked woman (laughs) with big swinging breasts comes out of the darkness, grabs Bill Skarsgård, and just smashes him against the wall. And, like... You see his head like full on crack open. Yeah, it's like that man is dead. Okay, yes. like it's like oh no, <laughs> and then complete jump cut <laughs> out of the house like halfway across the country. Yes,
1: more than halfway, I think.
0: We're yeah, in California.
1: Guess, we're suddenly yeah. on the west
0: coast. We're on the yeah. West we're coast. suddenly suddenly in California, and yeah. it's like what the fuck just happened yep what happened in there and like i i love that i love that that sharp uh transition there it really just emphasizes how shocking it was what you just saw and like everybody yelled in the audience um oh
1: yeah absolutely that was a, that was a moment in my audience everybody in unison they just like collective gasps i wonder how many people had been like primed in my audience like how many people had like spoiled themselves you know yeah I mean? um,
0: yeah it's a good question
1: um but like it like i was completely completely unprepared for what appeared on screen and what occurred um so it, so it this was, is a
0: fir- crazy so this is the first like act break in the movie yeah. yes. um i think i have someone here who i think has something to say <laughs> you don't i don't know you you want to you want to talk? I well, you give me a lot of notes here.
3: Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> You're not all the way through it, but like okay. I found it very interesting the themes. Yeah. Hi, Matt.
1: Hi. <laughs>
3: oh, it's so loud. Why is Matt so loud? Can you turn it down? <laughs> <laughs> He'll probably just cut me out of all of this, which is fair. Um but I um I attended this film with Teddy and I have breasts so I feel like and I'm a woman so I feel like I had a lot of thoughts about this. Um and you know some of it uh reveals itself more later on sure. but I found it very interesting and it left me with a lot of questions. I think the male characters come across with a very clear theme of like not believing women. Right. Like Mm -hmm. there's this kind of metaphor to sexual assault. I felt, or like kind of the me too movement or, you know, something related to that about like not believing women. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But I ended up, with a lot of questions about the female characters and what, what, what they were doing meant. Um, Sure. And, you know, we're not there yet, but um, you know, why is what the creature at the bottom of the stairs doing what it's doing? And why is the female character who is down there the only person who understands what the creature is doing you know when she is like oh you need to do this in order to survive sure you know which i'm sure you guys will get to soon but i found that very interesting that she was the one who was like okay this is what you need to do just do it right um and also i couldn't really figure out the the documentary director or producer or creator or whatever her role was supposed to be like what was her purpose you know it it was really interesting she was the only other female character who had shown up sure that far who had like a a role right and she had a very clear like message that was kind of like oh like yeah you should not be there like what are you (laughs) That's, like, not a good place for you to be, so uh, don't do that. Right. Um, but I, I, you know, I felt like some of the other male characters, what they do and what they say, the theme is very clear, but some of the female characters, it was a lot a less clear. A little clearer. less clear, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of not an answer more of a question, which right. maybe you guys can explore later on in your discussions. But sure, yeah. I. I... Um, yeah, I was really scared. Uh,
1: <laughs> I was also very scared. <laughs> I watched. I
3: watched the whole her um, descending the stairs. I watched through the space between my ring and middle finger. Oh, that's uh, fair, Just yeah. tiny little crack in my hand. Uh, uh, <laughs> it, it was. It was a lot, uh, but I liked it. Uh so I don't want to crash your guys' podcast anymore but <laughs> Teddy gave me a white russian and oh, yum. you know saw this movie with me and expected me not to say anything so <laughs> Which, of
2: course
3: I will defy in an instant Of course as
1: you should. <laughs> uh-huh. Those are good That's questions right. that you raise, though. Those yes. are good ones. Yes.
3: Thank you. Yes. So maybe I'll I'll listen to the podcast when it comes out. Maybe you guys can answer some of those for me
1: or at least explore them.
3: Yes, explore them. Explore Mm -hmm. them. You're not the writer, but uh, at times I felt like maybe I was being beaten over the head with the theme of uh, you know the male characters, you know, just 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 like all of them kind of not believing women. Not as much the guy, the homeless guy who appears a little. (laughs) Yeah, his issue wasn't
1: wasn't the same as as everyone.
3: No, uh, his is more. uh, I guess his false sense of security maybe yes uh <laughs> which comes back to bite him but um the other ones uh you know and and the the guy who uh is a, not great guy and then that one moment where he's such a changed man and then oh my
1: god yeah that part yeah comes yes. back
3: on that uh you know I-, I was really getting the theme from the male characters very strongly and the female characters were a little bit more of a question mark
1: i think that's so, right yeah i think that's yeah. a good point yeah
3: all right well i'm gonna pass it back to teddy i think he's rolling his eyes now <laughs> so not rolling my Thank you for, for having me as a, a of guest. Of course,
1: those are. I, I look forward to exploring those questions.
3: All right, I I'll talk to you later. Bye. <laughs> are you going to cut me
0: out of that? No, okay. no, 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 no. <laughs> you know, always, always good to get some fresh voices in here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. I'm especially a lady. So yeah,
0: we need we need more lady voices here, especially for the, yeah, lady centric,
1: especially given, given the the themes of the movie. <laughs> that's important. So
0: yeah. We've got the lady stuff in here.
1: Yeah. The the lady, the lady stuff. Um, Yeah. Oh, that's quite the the phrasing.
0: Um, all right. So, um, we get that little act break right there. It's just like a complete cut to black. Sure. And then, and then we jump cut to Justin long driving in his car down the Pacific coast highway, um it's sunny he's listening to music
1: he's just could, like having a good time
0: could not be a more different environment than yeah. where we just left um also like i i remember seeing his name on the cast list but i completely forgot he was in this movie until he showed up and i was just like oh, oh here we are uh and justin long is so perfectly cast for this character i mean like the the movie in general is very well cast yes but justin long is like exactly right for this character yeah
1: he's very very good in this role um he does he does what the role yeah he he makes it a very impactful and important thematically role yeah um leave it to justin long
0: love justin long i
1: feel like i hadn't seen him in a minute um so it's nice to have him on screen um, yeah, I think
0: the last thing I saw him in was Tusk, which is a oh. oddly relevant movie yeah. to this as well. Was
1: that really the last thing that Justin Long?
0: I'm sure he's made other stuff since then. I think that's just the last thing I saw.
1: Right. The, well, no, no, no. But that's what I mean. Like, was that really like the last like thing that we would have seen him in? Um, that's so strange to think about.
0: Yeah. Um, well, there was a time, you know, in the 2000s when he was in everything. You know, he was uh, he was in the Alvin and the Chipmunks movies, but I didn't watch those. I would those.
1: rather not think about that. <laughs> um, because that was not a movie that I know. Uh uh-uh. nope, we're not thinking about Alvin and the Chipmunks. Um
0: no sir, no sir. We I mean he was in Drag Me to Hell, we talked about that.
1: Yeah, but that was before.
0: Uh, yeah, that was pri- prior prior to yeah. Tusk. Yeah. Tusk was in 2014. So since then he's been in Alvin Chipmunks the Road Chip. Ah! Uh, oh, he's in the Jane Silent Bob reboot.
1: Yes. Well, he does stuff yeah. with them. He likes
0: them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, I guess Yeah, we have I haven't seen much, any of this
0: stuff. Yeah. He's going to be Clerks 3. He, you know? Yes. Yes. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Um but anyway, you know, good to see Justin Long show.
1: Yes.
0: He's great for this character. Anyway, so he's he's driving down Pacific Coast Highway. Um, he's taking a call, and it's clearly like a, like a business call. And he starts out, he's like really relaxed, like, "Hey, talk to me, baby," you know, like that kind of Hollywood kind of guy. Hollywood
1: guy, yeah,
0: Hollywood man. Um, and this call rapidly goes very badly for him. Uh, yes, <laughs> he's um, uh, so he he's like directing some new project, and apparently the star who's attached to it has been putting out some allegations and uh, says that she won't uh, be attached to the project anymore if he's involved. And as a result, they're removing him and like it, it, more and more the the details come in and it's, it's very, very bad. Like she's going to be releasing a, like a press release the next day. And uh, she's saying that he raped her. Yeah. And like they're like flat out like what what is she saying like like I raped her or something like they're like uh yep that's yeah, what that's yep, what he's exactly exactly that um so yeah it's it's not looking great for him here. no um and he is like immediately in like crisis mode so he's he's talking to his lawyers and his accountants and everything about this we get to see him like apparently he's in. He's not doing great financially. He talked to his uh, his accountant, and he's like, yeah, you might have to like sell some of your real estate properties. And we're starting to like kind of see how he might relate to this story here. <laughs> um, but so he goes off to, to Detroit to visit his real estate property uh, to sell it. And we're like, all right, yep, he must be the guy who's running this Airbnb, who's clearly like a very absent hands off kind of owner. Right. He goes to the uh, real estate management company and they're very like, fuck you, whatever. Here are the keys. So clearly they're not very involved in this either. Everybody's very much checked out, which is maybe how this freak show of a house is going on. It's
1: happening in the first place, which is completely insane.
0: Yeah. So he shows up and sure enough, you know, it's the house. Um, and like Tess, Tess's stuff is still there and Keith's stuff. And like, he's like really confused. He's like, is somebody staying here right now? Somebody squatting. He's calling up the real estate company. They're just like, Oh, they, the maids only come by when they're renting it. And like, they just, like, tell him to fuck off, basically. Right. Um, and he finds the, the door propping open. The door propped open with the chair. He's like, oh, come on. Who did this? <laughs> like, which is a weird thing to be upset about. It was like, okay. Um
1: yeah, it is kind of weird. But, well, I guess, isn't a light on, too? Like, he's kind of like, why is yeah, the, light, yeah, the, yeah, lights the lights on right. in, the, in, like, the stairway? And, like, why, you know, that's what he's... I, I, I took it as that's what he was upset about. Not the door being propped open. True, like, true. that light still being on. Because um, he so, would be the kind of rich guy who would get upset about a few extra dollars on his energy bill. Like, he 100% would be that guy.
0: Yeah. Um... Oh and he's got there's that scene with him where he goes out with his friend like drinking at the bars um and basically is like is like telling the story of like why why might this uh this girl be accusing you of this and he's like well you know like I was trying to get with her Oh my she god was-
1: it's like insane <laughs> he's like he's like well you know she said no a little bit but you know then she liked it and it's like um buddy uh, yeah <laughs> jesus fucking christ man and he's like saying this with like like he's laughing and like like he's like visibly thinking it's all fine and his friend he's is like, like yeah 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 and it's like what the fuck is wrong with all of you um <laughs> very upsetting um, yeah
0: it's like it's very clear that like yes he did indeed he did do this. everything yeah. he's accused of yeah um
1: but he doesn't even think of it that way because he's just so fucking like in his own little world. Like,
0: yeah. so he's coming back to the house wasted and he very unadvisedly calls up the actress.
1: Oh my God.
0: And he's like, apologize. He's like, Oh, I, like if you, like I, if you misunderstood, like what was going on? Like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't God, just like man. a really, really bad and also self-incriminating apology.
1: It's terrible, um, and he doesn't. He he just like clearly doesn't even understand that he actually did something wrong. He just wants to like get his life back. Like he doesn't. He's not. He doesn't think that he did anything wrong. It's so fucked up. Like, yeah. Um. He thinks it like. He's like, what? Is she? That's just like girls say no at first. Like that's how he perceived what happened. Like, which is completely insane and fucked up. Um. And of course, obviously, like all too real. But like you know, fucked up all the same.
0: <laughs> yeah. So he's, like, he, like, passes out blackout drunk. Gets up the next day, and he's, like, getting ready to, like, you know, try to document this place so he can sell it. And he's going around, like, measuring stuff, and he goes down in the basement, and he finds... <laughs> the hidden room yes oh my god <laughs> and this is just a really funny sequence like i, I really appreciate this part because it's like <laughs> it's that fun mix of like horror and comedy where it's like he's obviously in a very scary situation and he has no idea of it right but he's just like do and it's really funny
1: <laughs> well he like our our dear homeless man kind of thinks that he's like vulnerable or invulnerable like you know he he doesn't really understand he thinks that he's like he can't fathom that something bad is about to happen to him in this moment yeah like if i found i just like cannot stress enough that if i found a secret passageway in my home that i own that i didn't know was there i would be scared of it and i would not go down it like there is no part of me that would think this is normal and good and i should go down there like
0: i would be so gone yeah
1: Like, that's obviously a bad thing. It's obviously not good. And you should not go into that hallway. But he's just like, yeah, okay, whatever. Because he doesn't, he has no conception that like this bad thing could be happening to him. Even though, arguably, something very bad just happened to him. He lost everything. Um, Yeah. Although that was, you know it's actually not something happening to him. It's it's, he did something and those are the consequences of it. But like, you know, it, from his perspective, he's thinking of it as something bad that just happened to him. So you'd think that he could think of something else bad happening to him, but
0: he right. can't. I mean, he's just like going around measuring it with the measuring tape and Yeah, he's like, like looking at the he's camera. Like, on the he's bed. like,
1: yeah, extra space. I'm like, he's this like googling,
0: is- like, can you count underground rooms in the square footage of your house?
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's like, oh, and then he finds the second. <laughs> The second secret I passage. I he
1: doesn't even... He's not even phased by the stupid fucking camera room. He's just like, yeah. yeah. No, I'm I'm like, guy. um, something horrible happened here. The Poughkeepsie tapes took place in this room. And yeah. Just
0: like, <laughs> it's normal it. like, normal like, about Like, all right. You know, he, he starts, like, dragging the measuring tape down the long stairway. Yeah, <laughs> oh my god. Great juxtaposition. And horror. it's just
1: all so funny because it's Justin Long, who is the most, like... <laughs> affable man like like he just like is not a guy who you think of as being particularly like threatening like you know it's Justin Long so it's like this guy who's obviously a really really shitty guy and like you're just watching him do these really stupid things like it's just such a weird like dynamic happening on screen
0: yeah so he's like going He's going down this hallway here and he find like, I, I love how this movie continuously is able to like come up with new creepy things to throw at you. Uh, He finds like this, this little room where there's a, a VHS playing. Oh my God. Yeah. Continuously. That's like a breastfeeding.
1: Yeah. It's a breastfeeding <laughs> tutorial or something. Yeah. <laughs> It's, so, it's just like this is it's like a room just like blankets are all over the floor. Like I'm like this what is the most
0: upsetting room I've ever seen in my life. It's
1: just like, <laughs> and literally. a few minutes later, a few minutes ago, I thought I'd seen the most upsetting room I'd ever seen in my life, and it was the one with a camera in a bed. But now I'm <laughs> in this room, and I think this is actually the most. Upsetting I've this ever is seen
0: like before. literally something like straight out of a nightmare. Yeah. Like I I can't even conceive of this in the real world or in a movie. Like this is only something that it's like, like the room is like. Beautiful. Lit, like
1: like a weird like Lovecraftian fever dream like and it's like it's like but there's like a breastfeeding tutorial on screen and the floor is all blankets it's oops all blankets um, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's like we're just like in this like nightmare zone and Justin Long is like hmm what the fuck and I'm like that is the wrong reaction your reaction needs to be stronger it needs to be leaving right now like it needs to be going um but you know Justin long it is really like a nightmare room though it's like got that like purplish pinkish lighting which is like the universe in like 2022 is now the lighting for like indie cosmic horror. Like it's like something very wrong is happening here. Like this is like the nexus of the universe and you're in here and something bad is going to happen. Like you should leave right now The Like the gateway into Cthulhu realm is going to open. Whatever that means. Um, That's a phrase that I made up in my head. Um, Like, I don't know. It's just like, it's, it's, it's very obviously a bad place. The moment he gets there, Um, nobody should be in that room. It's like, um, It's like in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre when you get to the dining room. It's like, we just like, don't, you don't want to be here. This is bad. This is really, really bad. We should all leave right now. Um, (laughs) So.
0: Yeah. Top notch set dressing in that room. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Really, really great. Really effective. Um, So he's like, he's, he's still going along his merry way, measuring stuff. And then he finally, he gets the, the deformed woman in the darkness Comes after <laughs> a him,
1: formed woman in
0: the darkness. <laughs> well, it in the in the credits, she's referred to as the mother. She is so <laughs> we should t- call her that. Yes. Um, and we'll get to why she's called that, of course. Of course. Um. So, like, she comes after him and is like chasing him around in the darkness, and he falls into this pit <laughs> that has a gate on top of it, like. <laughs> there's a gate on top of the pit like i thought the dog cages were bad enough but this thing is just like oh my god you're into the pit with you the pit
1: is also a bad place the pit is not a good place to be in this in this movie you don't want to be in the pit we don't experience the pit for too long but it's not good it's really unfortunate location um and it does have a gate on top of it Anytime you are in a hole and it has a gate on top of it, you know that something in your life has gone terribly awry. Like it's, (laughs) I I really, yeah, (laughs) I,
0: I think that is undeniably true. I mean, I don't think any of it's like a
1: hand dug hole. Like the walls aren't like you know, it's not like it's like, like a hole that humans are meant to be in that was like designed for like actual use for normal things. It's like, this is like a, a hole somebody dug and it put a gate on top of it. Like this is obviously something has gone wrong here. (laughs) Um,
0: This whole thing feels very like the third act of house of a thousand corpses where they're, you know, they've been sent underground into the, like the water pit. And then the one surviving guy is like wandering through these different rooms full of horrifying things. I definitely was starting to get that vibe here.
1: Yeah. There, there is a little bit of that when, when he's running around. Yeah. Um, I
0: feel like this would, would make a great scare maze at like Halloween horror nights.
1: Oh my God. The, the barbarian, um, (laughs) the barbarian scare maze. Yes. Um, yeah, it does have a little bit of, like, Dr. Satan's layer, like, going on yeah. down here. Um, mixed with, like, Don't Breathe. It's like Dr. Satan's layer mixed with Don't Breathe somehow. Yeah, is yeah. The, is the vibe of this this area of the world. Um, which we'll get to What I think there's a very clear reason why it's Don't Breathe vibes, but we haven't gotten there yet. Um, um, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so unfortunately, Justin Long does and inc- does get thrown into the pit. Um, yep. and, and a very upsetting thing happens in the pit. I mean, many, many upsetting <laughs> things can happen when one <laughs> finds themselves in a pit with a cage over the top. <laughs> um, by default, that is an upsetting thing. So once you're in the pit with the cage, that is upsetting. But yeah. also when you're in the pit with the cage and then the mother shows up and we re-encounter Tess, who we are all happy to know is alive. Um,
0: yeah. Tess is in the pit as well.
1: Not that there was much doubt, because this is not the sort of movie where you're probably going to be in doubt about whether or not somebody's like dead or alive. Um, um and you kind of learn that quickly once the horror starts happening. It's like, okay, Bill Skarsgård's head is open. Like we're not gonna like they're not gonna like leave us guessing. Um,
0: yeah, we so, see people die in this movie.
1: Yeah. Um. So you know. Um. But yeah, she's back, and then the mother shows up, <laughs> and. This is very upsetting. This is a very upsetting turn of events. What <laughs> happens when the mother
2: reappears? Yeah, I
0: can't even like
1: Tess is like she wants to be your mother. She, you're her baby. Be her child. And it's like, um, I just want to point out, never in my life would this be okay <laughs> with me. Um, and maybe that makes me a Bill Skarsgård or something. But like. I'm like, I cannot do what is asked of me as this mother's (laughs) child right
0: now. You would be Justin Long in this situation? You'd be refusing to be the child?
1: I don't know if I'd be Justin Long, because Justin Long has his own thing. Um, I think Bill Skarsgård would have also refused, is what I'm saying. Well, yeah. If he'd made it this far, I think he would have refused to. Um, But the mother wants to breastfeed her children. You probably knew this was coming when we said there was a cosmic (laughs) horror room with breastfeeding tutorials on the screen um because it was like be prepared for the cosmic horror that is breastfeeding an adult um (laughs) which is inherently cosmic horror that is a very upsetting experience nobody should have to witness that this mother is doing like from this mother specifically um and look breastfeeding is a beautiful thing and it's not horror in itself i just want to be very clear about how i describe this but Um, but
0: forced adult breastfeeding breastfeeding
1: from somebody who is not
0: related to you at all and is
1: not your mother there is no there's it's a uniquely horrific experience to to um it's not pleasant nobody thinks this is pleasant Tess does not think this is pleasant
0: Justin Long clearly was
2: happening.
0: <laughs> and and at first, it, she doesn't go straight to breastfeeding at first. She's just she's trying to feed them from a bottle at yes. first. This really big, gross-looking baby <laughs> bottle with the biggest nipple I've ever seen. It's like it's amazing how upsetting they made the bottle look. Because <laughs> I was like, wow, like. I wouldn't think that like drinking from a baby bottle would be that scary, but like this looks very upsetting. It is
1: very upsetting. The baby bottle is very I kind of blocked out the baby bottle, I think. I my mind that out and went straight to the breastfeeding.
0: But she's like dangling it down and she's like, Tessa's like, you have to drink it. (laughs) You have to and like she's like drinking from the bottle. <laughs> and then then the mother's trying to shove it in Justin Long's mouth and he keeps pulling away. Oh god. <laughs> so then she she pulls him out of the cage and drags him down to the breastfeeding room and is like forcibly breastfeeding. <laughs> it's like,
1: why is it the breastfeeding room?
0: The pit is not the place to breastfeed. We
1: don't breastfeed in the pit. We uh, breastfeed in the breastfeeding room.
0: That's the bottle feeding room. <laughs> why, <it's laughs>
1: <laughs> the pit is the
0: bottle feeding. You'd room. rather be in the in the bottle feeding pit <laughs> than in the breastfeeding. I room. would
1: absolutely rather be in the pit than the than the than <laughs> that breastfeeding tutorial room. That is in a very upsetting room, and also very clearly where like the mother like lives out most of her time. Like she cl- very clearly stays in the breastfeeding room. Yeah, um, that's why it's covered in blankets. Like she hangs out there or whatever. I don't know what she does all day. Um, breastfeed, I guess, but like. <laughs> <laughs> Presumably more um, like chase people around chase James chase the homeless people of this part of Detroit around um, because they all know her. So that's also an upsetting reality when you realize that the man didn't want Tess to go into the house because he knew this woman was here Um, and it's like. So, like, does she come out and just like terrorize this entire neighborhood at night? Like, is she just like a cryptid, like wandering like the the nightmares? Um,
0: Apparently, we do find out that she does roam the neighborhood at night. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, we haven't
1: gotten there yet, but yes, we're we looking
0: out for people can... to breastfeed. <laughs> you no, know?
1: she's looking for people to mother. For her, that means breastfeeding. But she's looking for people to mother. Mama. No, not Mama! <laughs> um, God, never forget the CGI Mama. Um oh, CGI no. mama also haunts my dreams. Um Um So yeah, Justin Long unfortunately refused the bottle. Um and when you refuse the bottle, you they you're um subjected to <laughs> no. alternative methods. And,
0: <laughs> shall we say?
1: Shall we say? And those alternative methods are actually less pleasant than the unpleasant bottle. Um admittedly i i don't know i just don't i don't want my face that close to this woman um no offense to her because she's had a rough go of things it probably
0: tastes pretty bad i mean if i had to guess
1: i can't i i don't (laughs) want to think about it but like i can't imagine it's like good um
0: there's not like good hygiene facilities down there
1: hygiene is bad diet is probably really bad like um you know there's there are a lot of reasons that this does not taste good uh, but I don't think I think it would taste bad from the bottle or from the source, either one, either from the bottle or from the tap. Both are going to taste like really unfortunate.
0: Seems like I doubt it. she it's like
1: Brita filters her breast. No,
0: breasts. no, no. no. Um, so yeah, while while AJ is getting force fed in the breastfeeding room, uh, Tess <laughs> takes... up there with the clam chowder.
2: Like the
1: most <laughs> no, the clam chowder. It's like one of the most upsetting feeding sequences in horror. Oh <laughs> like, why are we no. doing
0: this? Uh, top 10 gross feeding scenes in horror. Yeah, these are probably... That's uh, probably right up there yeah. with Dead Silence. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah. So, while that's going on, she, like, manages to sneak by. And there's, there's also this very funny part where she... Kick, accidentally kicks the tape measure that's lying on the ground oh God, it's like it makes like that little rustling noise and like yeah. the mother's like "Huh, oh, huh but she doesn't doesn't go after her and Tess manages to escape by smashing the window and jumping up through there and then the homeless guy comes by and helps her come out.
1: Yeah, and there's this like really kind of funny scene where the homeless guy is pulling her away from the window, and the mother is like reaching up towards the window but won't come out into the light, and so she's just like sort of like in the window like looking out for a second. I'm like, what the fuck?
0: (laughs) And then she just kind of backs off like into the darkness. Yes. (laughs) He's like, she won't come out during the day, but but she will at night. Like you have to be gone by the time it's dark. And he's like, come with me. I, I have a place where it's safe. And she, she's like, no, like I ha-, she she wants to go back and get help to save AJ. So he's like, fine. He runs off. She tries calling the cops. They just like don't help at all because she like ends up walking down the gas station to make a call. Yeah. And like the cops show up and they think she's just like a crackhead. Um, yeah. <laughs> they, like, they
1: do less than not helping. They are actively dismissive and rude. Like They're
0: actively like telling her she's gonna get arrested if she yeah. doesn't like calm down and stuff it's like well th- this they're doing just...
1: what cops do
0: yeah um, especially in an area like this yes. like they're just like completely not interested they do not believe her at all they have uh, they no she's interest on drugs.
1: In, in helping her whatsoever um it's very
0: upsetting. It, even when she like goes and shows them like the window that was broken when she like broke out and they're like, all right, so you're just showing us a house you broke into. Like, okay. <laughs> right. Great. So right. It's like, don't listen to a word she's saying.
1: Right. Right. Which
0: uh, also ties back into the not believing women thing as yeah. well as, you know, just being like generally cops don't care, right. especially in an area like this. Right. I mean, she's also like
1: a woman of color. She's, you know, she's also got a, you know, <laughs> um, she's not. So, you know, there's like many facets to the fact that they're just like not listening to her. Yeah, <laughs> um, that too. Yeah,
0: we should have mentioned that Tess is a black woman yeah. as well. That, that is definitely, <laughs> definitely important, applicable yeah, here. Yeah.
1: Um, so it's very upsetting. They're they're just like, no, mm, we don't. I'd like, you know, she's a black woman on like this this bad part of Detroit, like. You can imagine all the things the cops are just like dismissive, you know, Mm -hmm. all the reasons in their minds that they're just like, whatever, this is nothing. Um, Although I will say the one house that she's apparently at is like the nice house. Like, I don't know how they don't think something is going on, but
0: how would they how would they not know about this house? Like if they're if they're like driving around this neighborhood, they're like, huh, that one house actually looks kind of normal and like people sometimes come by and rent this house
1: i would absolutely i mean if i i mean not to defend the cops if i were them i would assume it's like some sort of like drug deals are being run out of there and that's why that's that's Um,
0: possible yeah
1: just thinking about how the cops are probably thinking obviously they're wrong and also if that were the case obviously you should probably investigate that too i thought the war on drugs was like a thing they cared about but like um you know whatever. Um, they're cops. They're not, they're not actually good at what they're trying to do. Um, so, um, yeah, they are very unhelpful here. They are awful. Um, so.
0: (sighs) fucking. So, so after, after this segment, we get a flashback and this is, this is like another like act structure here. I feel like the, the movie is so good at cutting away to something different, like after really big moments have happened. Right. Um, and here we get a flashback to the 80s when it's like, oh, boy, like you can instantly tell us the 80s. There's 80s music playing. Right. I really, I really want to look up what the song is here. Hold on. Uh, there was a song.
1: Oh, my God. And you're right that it's 80s. It's just um, and we can talk about thematically why that is. It's just like the, the like perfectly manicured homes everywhere. We're so reminiscent of like a weird like. 50s 60s-esque like concept of like yeah like, of, yeah you know, well the united states um, i do
0: think it's supposed to look like that it's supposed to look like like the 50s suburb american dream type thing yes. i just think that like the difference here is that, like this is 80s detroit versus like the 60s in other parts of the country right like the the white flight happened a little later in detroit more because of like the drying up of the industry right and um and that's that's explored in this flashback. There right. clearly, like people talking about, oh well, I think we might be wanting to move out of the neighborhood while you still can. Like, oh yeah,
1: and we'll talk about all the character we meet there. Um, I mean, obviously, he plays a big role in the movie. Um,
0: so yeah. Anyway, there, you know, there's a very '80s song playing on the radio. You can tell right away. It's like it's the '80s. You got the cars, the clothes, everything. And there's this guy. Coming out of the house that we've seen before, this house, um, except it's different. Like, all the houses around are, like, normal and nice looking. Right. There's, like, nicely manicured lawns and everything. And uh, one thing I like is that you don't, like, see this guy's face right away. It kind of, like, follows him from behind, from the back of his head, as he's, like, driving around. Um, Goes to this, uh, like, convenience store. A farm pharmacy. Um, and he's, um, he's telling the, um, one of the workers there that he's like, uh, I need like stuff for pregnancy. Like, uh, what, what do I need for like a, a home birth? And, Just like, uh, oh, uh, yeah, you might you want these diapers. You want like this stuff here. And maybe you want this uh, this video about breastfeeding. And we're like, oh, no, (laughs) it's it's that video. Like right away. You're like, oh, boy. okay, so this is where the video comes from. Um, So he's getting all this like birth supplies stuff.
1: It's also a very upsetting scene because he's like, like, we're going to have a home birth. And he clearly doesn't know anything he needs. I mean, yeah. And, like, also, he's like, I just want some plastic sheets. I'm like, this is very upsetting. Like, you just want plastic sheets. Like, that. that's all he was really going to get. And she's like, no, you need all this other stuff. I'm like, you're just going to need some plastic sheets and hope it all worked out for the best. I'm like, all right, buddy.
0: Um, yeah you know there's there's a lot of stuff off-putting about his demeanor we should stuff. also know um,
1: that it's richard Brake. uh um, yeah this guy's played
0: by richard Brake, <clears throat> who's, who's a bit who's, of a
1: horror icon if you watch a lot yeah. of horror
0: um he's so, been in a bunch of rob zombies movies yes. that's where i know him from yes. mostly he's
1: very good at playing um really fucked up men in horror movies uh, oh yeah
0: <laughs> that is he can he is a real scary motherfucker
1: <laughs> yes but he's been a lot of stuff. I mean, he's been in Rob zombie movies. He was in Mandy. He was in Munich. Like he's, he's been in a bunch of stuff. So, um, everyone might recognize him. Um, but when he's in some Rob zombie movies, that's when he's really at his most fucked up. So,
0: Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: His like role in 31 is like the best thing about that movie. Um, it's really like one of
0: the more notable parts of it. Uh, yeah, he's always entertaining. But yeah, so he's, he's clear. Like you can see as soon as like you see him, you're like, this is a bad dude. Like, yeah. and he, so he, he gets the stuff he's going out, he gets in his car and he's like sort of watching this woman get into her car and he starts like tailing her. Yeah. And he, he goes, he changed, he, he goes and like parks down the street from her when she pulls up to her house and he changes into like a workman's uniform in the back of his car and he like goes into her house he's like oh i'm just uh, here to check the meters like so vaguely uh, michael myers
1: ask oh uh look that he changes into
0: yeah video. too well i i was thinking like like btk because this yeah. seems yeah, this, is this is kind of little, like yes absolutely <laughs> for like a real if you want to take a real life parallel, parallel yeah because <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of like the mo of some of those classic serial killers he's like he he goes in and he's like oh i'm just gonna you know take a look around And he surreptitiously like unlocks a window. Yeah. And he's like, uh, yeah, everything's fine. Like, yeah, I'll see you later. And he walks out. Right. And it's just like, oh, he's going to, he's going to come back later and do some really awful shit. Um, well at this point, haven't we? Yeah. We've already seen him like do some weird, creepy
1: watching from his car. Um, Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. He's been stalking her. Yeah. He goes home and he runs into his neighbor See, it's, it's like- the
1: creepy watching when I realized that this must, when I, like, confirmed that this had to be, like, more 80s. Because I know the music, you're right, that was, like, 80s. But, like, then the setting felt, like, very, like, 50s, 60s, like, American dream. But then we're in this, like, moment, and I'm like, oh, these cars. Like, <laughs> these vehicles. I see. Yeah. <laughs> The, like yeah, station no, I, wagons and shit like that you see. I do
0: think it is it like maybe intentionally a little vague. I, it's definitely supposed to be the 80s but it's also supposed to it, call your mind to like that classic like 50s American dream kind of America. I think it's supposed
1: to just like muddle your mind a little bit
0: too. I think it's intentionally
1: yeah. supposed to like throw you off a bit cuz you're sort of like some of the trappings are 80s, some of the other vibes are like very like very like a, a that that very like throwback 50s like when everything was quote unquote perfect america like yeah um yeah
0: um, yeah it makes you think about when certain people say like oh back when america was better like this is the stuff they were talking about
1: uh, <laughs> yeah Richard uh, doing this shit
0: uh, yeah and it wasn't all better as we can see yeah. here so his na- his neighbors talking to him about like oh like I, I gotta say like we're we're planning on selling this place soon like you might want to think about it too before you're not able to sell it like so clearly, like, there's been some flight in the neighborhood. Like, people are leaving. Um, neighborhoods going to shit, right? So, they're like, you might want to think about getting out. He's like, I'm never leaving this place. Yeah, he's um, very firm in that, in a very and, gruff
1: Richard Breakway.
0: And that ends up being more true than we could think, than you could have ever possibly imagined. Yes. <laughs> um. So, and then like he go, he goes into his house, and it's, it's, you know, it's the same house. But it also like it seems like bigger, more open, like the, the way this is shot is interesting. It like it seems like really big and empty the way right. that they shoot the the house when they go in there. And like part of it's just the different layout, but also like it's meant to seem like this vast cavernous space, I think. Uh, and you you see him like open the door and go down in the basement. You hear screams. So <laughs> it's, it's pretty clear what's going on here. And like that. That you know, his thing is like kidnapping women and like bringing them down to his basement, holding him captive. So he, you know, he's the one responsible for the camera room and all the other creepy shit around there. And so, right. With all of that backstory now out of the way, we go back to the present time. And AJ is like, manages to get away from the mother and find this other room down there. And they're like, this really like, labyrinthine at this point, <clears throat> area It's
2: the
1: underneath passageway the
0: underneath the Saw 2 house It is <laughs> <laughs> It might connect to another house for all we this know. This is under
1: the nerve gas house.
0: Oh no Not there. <laughs> this is it If you want you
1: you want an expanded universe I'll tell you right now, the next Saw movie connects Barbarian to their
0: universe Yeah, yeah. I mean, parts of this did remind me of, like, the Saw... At least, like the settings of some of that stuff, just like grimy, creepy place that you definitely don't want. Saw
1: X has a trap where somebody just has to escape the mother.
0: (laughs) You just get locked in the in the breastfeeding room with the mother. Oh God! It's like, will you breastfeed to save your life?
1: (laughs) It's time to breastfeed for your life.
0: Um, it's, it's uh, like the guy's crime is like being too much of a baby or something. It's like, well, <laughs> if you want to be a baby, then <laughs> you have to act like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's not think too much about that. Let's um, not. It's up to so yeah. Actually, so he he finds he finds this room and um there's a very aged version of the richard brake serial killer character in here um like just like lying in bed very clearly barely conscious um and like he's in this room like this creepy room <laughs> with like a fish tank and like a whole bunch of videotapes and stuff. And it's just it's not a good place. It's really this is the worst room so far. I think this is even more upsetting than the breastfeeding room.
1: It this might be the most upsetting room in the world. Um, <clears throat> I know we've said that about the camera room and the breastfeeding room, and we made an argument for the pit. But now we're in this room and this is a very upsetting room. This is a deeply upsetting room.
0: And this part, again, like, reminds me of that scene in House of a Thousand Corpses where he comes across, like, this room just full of, like, these old, deformed people on, like, various life support machines. And it's like, that that should not be here underground. Like no. the, that shouldn't be going on. What no. is happening here? I mean, uh, so this is why I
1: said that it reminds me of don't breathe. Cause this man kind of reminded me of don't breathe. Um, first of all, I think he would do
0: the Turkey baster thing. I think he would. Yeah. Breathe. Yeah, um, absolutely. I mean, um, uh, he's he probably done has done worse, the baster, yeah. worse than the Turkey baster um, thing. Honestly, but he probably but, has
1: also done the Turkey baster thing. He yeah. Probably has specifically done that, which is very upsetting. Um, and also, uh, um, you know, it's the old man. Um, but also, it was it was Saw Three when you find like <laughs> jigsaw like on his like deathbed,
0: like <laughs> yeah, yeah, in the, like the crazy like uh, operating room, yeah, the, the old meat packing plant, like. yes. Just not a, not a good place for medical stuff and people who need one of the, a
1: universal of horror. Is that like, if you can put medical things in the wrong place, it will be (laughs) scary because it's just like, we know this shouldn't be happening. There will be infection. Like there will be bacteria. We need to stop this right now.
0: Why Um, is thing where things shouldn't be? (laughs) Oh no. Um,
1: So, that is what's happening here. And it is extremely upsetting. And Justin Long is like, what the fuck? Justin Long seems to think that this man... I don't, Justin Long sees this man and he immediately thinks, we're going to get you out of here, man. Like,
0: yeah. what he like feels a kinship with like this man. You've been held captive, which is definitely, you know, telling about the video.
1: Yes, it says a their, lot about
0: their characters here. Their
1: men, Justin Long is like, oh, it's a man. Obviously, you have been trapped by this woman. It could not possibly be the other way around. Um, guarantee you, if Tess had found this man, she would think, oh, fuck, and think that he was you know that she would think that things were different um he is yeah. thinking obviously you're a victim of this woman when in fact it's actually the exact opposite
0: um yeah he's like we're gonna get you health yeah. whatever but then like he starts looking around he's yes he does realize
1: the... his the, the error of his initial he's job.
0: seen all these these uh, vhs tapes with like very upsetting titles Wow. um awesome. Some of just them are like, just names. Yeah, <laughs> names, what about names. Woman who and, wouldn't
1: stop crying. All right. Yeah,
0: yeah. Like names in, like this very is, upsetting. And this is the
1: Poughkeepsie tapes.
0: Exactly. Just, yeah. <laughs> just, like this is literally the Poughkeepsie tapes. Like this. This guy. This is what happened to the Poughkeepsie killer after getting away from the cops for all those years, eventually getting too old to do it anymore, and just rotting away in his little torture basement surrounded by his tapes uh yeah this is it so justin long like pops one of these babies in to the tv and is seeing it and we don't we don't see any of it and i do think that one of the things the movie really has going for it here is that while there's obviously a lot of implied sexual violence in this it doesn't movie show it, it doesn't you doesn't don't ever see any of it which i mean like i'm i'm not gonna come down a hundred percent against showing it all the time. But I think like, you have to have a really good reason and this movie knew it didn't have to do it. So it doesn't. And yeah, 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 it doesn't. And it's done very well. Yeah. So like, you don't see any of this here about what's on this tape, but you see Justin Long's reaction It's clearly very bad. Right. And he's like, Oh shit. Like, he, like he finally realizes He's made a big mistake. Like this is the real villain here. And like, the guy is like taking a gun out of the little nightstand that he's got next to him. He's like, no, no, don't shoot me. But he ends up shooting himself in the head. I think because Justin Long mentioned that he was going to have the cops coming in and the guy's like, Oh fuck. Like the cops are going to find all this shit. And they're finally going to catch this horrifying serial killer that I am. Right. Right. So, yeah. Um, really upsetting scene it's
1: like (laughs) it's deeply upsetting so many i mean they're just like this movie is a string of a it's a series of upsetting events and like every every new every 20 minutes you are taken to a new depth of like that is upsetting and unfortunately that's occurring right now
0: Um, so that's the next big beat in like the (laughs) constant string of horrifying things that we've seen um yeah so
1: (laughs) it's a lot um let's let's say that um yeah
0: yeah that that is like that is probably like the the biggest most shocking moment up to this point um and there's there's some crazier things that happen but they're also a little funny this is there's nothing funny about this this is just like straight up horrifying um yeah, this is but funny, yeah, yeah AJ. AJ is clearly like absolutely terrified by this. But yeah, he grabs the gun, he runs out.
1: AJ goes back out into the tunnels, but the the mother actually does leave the house at this point. Um, this is when Tess yeah. Tess runs are over.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so oh yeah, because yeah. it's 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 starting to get late. Yeah. Tess is like. Tess is like she's still. She breaks into the house to get her keys yes. after the cops wouldn't help her. So she's got her car mm-hmm. and the mother comes out and Tess runs her over. Yes. And like, and, like slam thinks, crashes her into the house, her into the house hits her pretty bad and yeah. thinks like, Oh, that's it. But of course, you know, the classic thing happens that like, well, it doesn't away- happen
1: right away though. Cause it, it happens later. She, she thinks she's pinned the mother to the house and then she, she goes down to find AJ. Um, so she goes into the house and she's like, look, wandering through the tunnels looking for AJ and AJ shoots her because he doesn't know that yeah. it's her. he, he just is, uh, it's upsetting that he does this, but it's probably one of AJ's most understandable actions. It's like shoots the first thing he sees at this point. Um, I yeah, might do the same like, thing. Um,
0: you can't entirely blame him at this point. Yeah. He's done a lot of other shitty things, yeah. but it's like, yeah. And he will you, do more
1: you, shittier things in oh, very yes. short.
0: You've seen Um, some real shit tonight and you've got a gun. Like you're going to be a little trigger. Right.
1: Like if anything, you should blame the fact that like the gun is in the equation at this point. Um, Yeah. um, So um, yeah, you know, he shoots her. That's not great, but she lives. um, So they're like, they have to like stumble out of the house though. Um, And that they get back out of the house and he's like, Oh my God, the car's totaled. And, and she's like, there's a gas station and they're about to start walking. And she's like, wait, she's gone. She's not there. Um, and that's when they realize that the mother is still is gone. Um,
0: yeah, the classic like, oh, like she's dead, but wait, like she's gone now. right <laughs> without a trace. And it's like, oh, fuck, she's lurking around out there. right. So now we're getting into the real end game of the movie here, right. Uh, they go down to find Andre, the homeless guy. Well, he finds them.
1: They're he just trying to get to the gas the station, way.
0: yeah. Uh, and he takes them into like his little, post-apocalyptic style hideout
1: it really is which is so funny because it's just like a neighborhood in detroit like yeah um.
0: (laughs) but it's like seriously like the sort of thing you'd see in like a post-apocalyptic movie it's like this is where the resistance is hiding or Mm -hmm. something and he's like they have to go under the resistance to the mother Um. yeah (laughs) (laughs) Uh. he's like she she comes out at night you know like she's a pro and and like he basically when yeah he explains
1: the story of like what happened um
0: yeah, which is basically, like, she's the product of, like, all the incestuous raping that, that Richard, Richard Briggs' Brick character has yeah. been doing. Right. And, like, he's been producing kids and then having kids with the kids and stuff like that. Uh, and that disgusting. the mother, yeah, and that the mother is, like, this this woman who, like, wanted to have a kid but can't. And, like, so she's, like, constantly looking for a child to rear And it's just like Uh. this, I mean, the whole thing
1: is like, thematically, it's like this fucked up American dream nightmare where it's like, you know, like about like, I mean, the, the dark underbelly of like that 50s, 60s American dream thing is just like women were just supposed to like wait around and like, like be like ovens for babies, like. You know, and yeah. so like that's what like all of these women that he's done have been, but except they were also his like daughters and like granddaughters, and he's just been doing that, and like that's what the all the like the final end product of all of that is the mother, which is so scary. Um and Bioshock, wait, um <laughs> that um, um but um yeah it's just so it's so upsetting and it, it's such a i mean it is like a, a good thematic um thrust, but it's so upsetting to think about
0: yeah uh, well it's like is it, she that her character is like both sad and like also really disturbing like a dark inversion of all we think of is like motherhood right um and like also like deeply gross and upsetting at the same time right.
1: God, it's just so, she's so upsetting. Um, You know, there's some like questioning of why she's so upsetting, but she's just so upsetting. She's just like, it's the forced breastfeeding of adults. It's just so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That really so bad. Uh, That
0: is an all new like thing to horror for me. And like, I'm maybe there's something like that out there, but I've literally never seen this in a horror movie before. No, me neither. Um, That is, that's a new one for me. But, yeah, so so Andre's got him in his little hideout here, and they're talking about, you know, going off to get the police, like, going down to the gas station, whatever. He's like, no, no, it's fine. Like, we're safe here. Like, I've always been safe here. I've been here for years, and, like, she can't get in here. And, like, right as he's saying that, she appears behind him running up. And... This is when stuff goes from, like, crazy to absolutely batshit Okay, crazy. this part is so
1: funny, though. He's like, she doesn't come in here. She doesn't do that. She's not going to come in here. She immediately... <laughs> not, like She, like, breaks through, like, the fucking wall of this fucking post-apocalyptic, like, thing. And she's just, like, just immediately kills him. And I'm like, what yeah. the... She
0: she, she, she she tears off his arm and, and beats him, with him to it. death." <laughs>
1: It's so fucking insane. She's beating him with this old arm. It's a Mortal Kombat fatality, literally. <laughs> like, And I'm like, what are we doing here? It's so great. It's so funny and so upsetting. But it is also very funny. It is genuinely very funny.
0: Uh, it's also It's also worth noting that this is right after AJ... Oh yeah. We actually need to call out AJ. We need to mention this. It's like AJ has this speech where he's like, you know, like I've hurt people. I've done like bad things. And
1: he's making it about the fact that he
0: shot her. Um, Yeah. Yeah. But you can also tell that it's like, it's also about like the rape and like the other stuff that he's done. And so he's like, I've hurt, I've hurt someone and I need to make it right. Like I need to, I need to help her. I need to make this better. Right. Um, and like, that's why he's like, I, we we need to get help. We need to make this right. And you think like, oh, well, maybe, maybe he is like realizing that like he's fucked up and that right. he has to be take some responsibility. You know, it's like, I don't know if I believe him, but there's at least a possibility that he has a pathway to redemption here.
1: I did. Um, I did immediately. I was skeptical when he said it. But course, when I was like, course. maybe I'm being a cynic. But
0: Who knows? I mean, he yeah. could end up being, being the problematic hero of this movie.
1: Your favorite is problematic.
0: But, <laughs> but, so, you know, the mother breaks in and beats a guy to death with his own arm. And they're well, running... Know, casual.
1: Casual. She's forcibly from... breastfed someone. She's now ripping off arms and beating
0: people with them. She's Normal a very thing. strong
1: inbred <laughs> mother. I
0: don't know how you get that strong, like, living underground and, like, I don't know, living on of Pure adrenaline you're, for you your can child. Forage from a Mm-mm. it's pure adrenaline no, no, neighborhood no. in Detroit. It's pure
1: adrenaline because she thinks it's her children.
0: That's true. Yeah. yeah, that you know, that's a good point. You know, they talk about how like those mothers who get like superhuman strength, yeah. they have to pull their kids out from she, under a car. She's thinking
1: of especially Tess as her child. So it's like yeah. it's pure adrenaline.
0: She's just and that's because
1: Tess has been compliant, like in order to save her own ass. Like Tess has been willing to play along when she needed to.
0: Yeah. Um, so she thinks of Tess is truly her child. Right. And she's still, she's still trying to pursue AJ as a potential child, but AJ's not playing along.
1: It's worth noting that like, mm-hmm. we've seen AJ interact with his own mother too. And it's not exactly a great relationship there. So, you know, like AJ just like does not, he's not like, <laughs> he's no. like yeah <laughs> he's <not laughs> like happy. like there's a moment where he's on the phone with his mom and she's like you know detroit's only a few hours away you should come visit and it's like he's fucking in detroit like he's in detroit right now like yeah he,
0: he could visit right now
1: yeah and he's like i've but... got work stuff i can't come to detroit and it's like you're in detroit you're in detroit you were in detroit like <laughs> um so you know it's not like he has a good relationship with his actual mother
0: so. yeah that's a good that's a good note like that that definitely informs his character here yeah so they're running away from the mother. They're climbing up on top of the building for whatever reason. Like, I guess (laughs) that's the best way to get away. No, this is
1: classic (sighs) horror movie where it's like, why the fuck are you going
0: up? We need to get to the high ground. (laughs) (laughs) I have the high ground, Anakin. Um, Sure. Sure. Okay. Um, Um, so they're running away up there and AJ is like, AJ so, okay he's sussing out the situation AJ here. isn't
1: no AJ isn't even sussing out the situation she breaks through the wall AJ immediately takes off he doesn't wait and he like he just runs and she, Tess is like obviously struggling because she's been shot
0: yeah and, by him yes. he <laughs>
1: and she's like struggling to get up and he's just like running like come on and it's like help her like do something um but then they do get to the top. And this is when he does some sussing out. And he's like, wait, shit, he's, she's going to kill us both. She's she, blah, 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 blah. He's like, we can't both live. And so he basically throws Tess off the top of this fucking water tower silo, whatever the fuck they're on.
0: Yeah, he's like, I have to save myself. And he pushes her off. And he's like, he's like At least go one get one your of us baby. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like, go get your child. And the mother dives after her okay this part is insane
1: and also has a weird parallel to orphan first kill um but like um (laughs) like um they they he the mother does dive off after her it's also kind of like a (laughs) the amazing spider-man 2 when uh (laughs) what (laughs) you know when um emma stone (laughs) is getting thrown down into like the thing and she's gonna die um gwen (laughs) Stacy. Have you seen the amazing Spider-Man 2? I
0: I have. I can't believe you remember that. Yeah. Well,
1: um I remember <laughs> Spider-Man movies. Um anyway. okay. Yeah. Um So yeah,
0: um Yeah. So yeah, the, the the mother dives after her and manages to like partially shield her by like holding her in her arms and getting under her. Like very protective maternal urges here. Yes. Um and then so AJ uh, comes back down and he's
1: like he realizes that Tessa's still breathing. He's like, I thought you were going to die. You know, I, I thought one of us should live. Like I thought, blah, 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 blah,
0: But you're fine. Like, it's okay now. This is, this is fine. But guess who else is still alive? It's the mother. The, mother. the mother's alive. And she gouges out AJ's eyes. And All right, like, mama, tear, let's do like, it. Tears like tears his skull apart. It is <laughs>
1: insane. She rips his head in half vertically vertically <laughs> in half she's just like yeah fuck off um
0: you know he what gets like super killed and then what has- i will say
1: about the mother is that she really likes head injuries she's very into that she she smashed bill scars head against the wall a bunch of times and then she mm-hmm. ripped justin long's head in half I'm just saying, she goes she goes for the headshots. She has played Resident Evil 4. She knows what she's about. This is what you have to do.
0: Yeah. So uh the mother attempts to bring Tess back to the house after all this, and Tess is like, she's not having it. She gets the gun off of AJ and shoots the mother in the head.
1: Yeah, she's like, I'm sorry, you can't you can't live, basically. Um yeah, the mother though, uh, while it's happening, is sort of like letting it happen. She's not like acting like a feral animal who's like, "I must live at all costs," you know.
0: Well, she's not going to attack her adopted child.
1: Here. Yeah. Well, but she's like, she's like, yeah, do it. Like, you know, um, it's a strange moment. It is a strange moment. Um, it's also the very last moment. That is how the movie yeah. ends. Um, That's it. Um. But it is a a very strange, almost bittersweet kind of ending. Um, Yeah. The the mother very clearly cared about Tess. But also the mother was a literal monster. Um, So, you know, the mother obviously could not continue on. (laughs) That would be um, (laughs) completely unreasonable for all involved, um, including the mother. The mother's life was (laughs) not a happy life. Um, So. um,
0: No. um,
1: Yeah. Just a very upsetting series of events occurred at this strange outskirt of Detroit, Michigan water tower place thing. Wasteland. Yeah. I don't know what you want to call it. Um,
0: Disturbing, crazy end of this movie. It might
1: be in the same hmm. place that saw is said, actually, just because of the amount of like despondency, like yeah. in the general neighborhood, there appears to you be no saw oversight happen, yeah. um, in this neighborhood. So just like most of saw, there's no oversight. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's very um it's just such a the ending is kind of abrupt. It makes sense that it ends when it does, but I remember thinking like, "Whoa, holy shit, it's over." Um yeah. Um, and there's like some like minor credit scenes. You see Tess get up and walk away while the credits are rolling. Um but yeah, it's just like it's over. Tess like survived and she's just going to go on her way. Um it's like you've been shot. All right. <laughs>
0: She's gonna go down to the police station. And they're still not gonna believe her. And, like,
2: and she. Oh, you
0: must have shot yourself, you crazy crackhead. She'll get
1: there, and presumably the bodies will still be there. So
2: yeah.
1: Um. Though who knows? I honestly don't. Was the mother the last of Richard Brake's offspring? I honestly have no no clue. No yeah, clue I what mean, else was going on down in those that's tunnels. That's the thing. Uh,
0: like there could have been like ten other tunnels down there for all we know. Right.
1: Richard Brake was just like the father, but how many mothers were there? How many daughters were there? It's very upsetting to think about. Um, But one hopes that the mother was the end and with it, it all comes to a close. Um, And that hellish chapter in the one house in the outskirts of Detroit now comes to an end. Um, Yeah. Just so upsetting.
0: Yeah. Very disturbing, crazy movie. Um, it just had so many exciting twists and turns. I liked it. And I also liked that, like on top of all that, it did, you know, have sort of a, a theme to it. It had like an important message, but it wasn't like a heavy handed message either. It was like, you know, woven in deftly to the rest of the movie. Yeah,
1: I, I do think, the yeah, I think the message was obviously important, but yeah, I agree. It wasn't like trying to think of some horror movies that have like beat your head or beat you over the head with their message but there are some you know what i mean um so this one didn't really like totally do that in my opinion um, um
0: yeah but this was this was like one of the better films of like the me too era horror film reaction right because there have been others right. um and they, they've been varying levels of success i thought this was one of the better ones Agreed. yeah
1: i mean um you know, I think this movie was more like, you know, obviously Tess is like the, the protagonist here, but I think this movie was more like criticizing and unpacking the different bad behaviors of men than like really like telling a story about like a woman, you know what I mean? Like it was, it was, this movie was about like, like skewering like all of these different male characters uh, yeah. more than anything. Um, And I think mm-hmm. it was effective in that, in that, in that role um, for doing that. Tess is also like a good protagonist, of course. Um, (laughs) um, Yeah. But I don't think that like, you know, I, you know, not that anybody's super like developed, I would say, but like, cause they're all like ciphers for a theme. Nobody's really like, you know, a character with like goals and aspirations in the same way. They're like a, they're, they're a theme. They're, they're each a theme. Um, right but that's really like the the themes largely do come from the the men, male characters in a lot of ways but there's a lot to be said for like the female characters too like um Tess. like i i keep coming back to Tess. like immediately picking up when when on like everything that's like wrong when there are red flags and like how to like react to them like she knows what to do and the men just like won't fucking listen to her like over and yeah. over like bill skarsgård and aj both are like no i like I want to react to this in my own way. And they were wrong both times they're wrong. Um, and you know, there's like a way of reading that, that is just like women get other women. Like maybe like, you know, you could, I, but I think that's like a very shallow interpretation. Um, I think it's more like Tess, like as a woman has to look at, look for red flags all the time. She yeah. has to be more yeah. in tune with like, like what the, the like different, like subliminal, I don't want to say subliminal, Um, like, like Subtextual. subtext subtext like, like clues that people are like putting down all the time. Like she has to pick up on that. So, like, well, And,
0: and they, they sort of get into that in her conversations with Bill Skarsgård early on. Right. Where it's like, yeah, as a woman, like you have to look for these sort of things and you have to be on your guard at all times with these sort of interactions. So she's necessarily more aware in these situations than the male characters are.
1: Right. Totally. And I think that's why she like, is you know skeptical when she first gets to the house and then like doesn't you know doesn't want to go back into the tunnel and like and then like quickly picks up on what the mother wants because she's just like trained in like reading all of the subtext of everybody she meets like um and so i i think that's really what it's saying there it's like she as a woman has had to constantly look at that and constantly look out for herself, like, um, mm-hmm. and these none of these men have ever had to look out for themselves, really. Um, maybe like look out for themselves in terms of what they make financially, but like not like just like their physical safety, like uh, in the same way. So yeah, yeah,
0: that's another thing they like, kind of go into is like for for like Bill Scarscar's character or something. He, it's not even something he has to think about. Right, and going in that situation, he knows he'll be all right because. Um, You know, he's physically stronger. He would be more likely to come out of that encounter okay. And he just like assumes that naturally. Right.
1: Well, it's just like when
0: it's not necessarily true.
1: It's just like AJ. So like think about like how AJ and Tess both react to these situations. Tess is like, I cannot leave that guy in there with that woman. I have to go back and help him. And like she's willing to go back in there, like, and she goes to help him the moment trouble arises again, AJ can't conceive of a way of getting out of it and saving himself. That doesn't involve throwing someone else under the bus. He can't like, he can't Mm -hmm. fathom that. And it's just like a complete difference in how they view like personal relationships and their relationships to to, like the world and like how to like survive and navigate the world. Like, you know, and it's just like an upsettingly stark reality. Like, like, men like aj can't think of like any way to like get ahead that isn't like fucking somebody else over often a woman i mean (laughs) let's be real uh, especially in the business that he's in
0: um and i think i think the movie isn't like overly anti-men either you know that as we've talked about that like some of the male characters are better than others i mean Uh, i don't think like
1: bill skarsgård and the homeless guy are like bad people who you'd never want to hang out with they're just like you know they have flaws. And the they, home,
0: the homeless guy, you know, puts his neck on the line to help her at times. I think um, Bill Skarsgård would be receptive to constructive criticism. Um, but but AJ represents like a pretty insidious element of the male population. Yes. Like somebody I mean, who thinks so, of himself. Even so, as does Keith
1: slash Bill Skarsgård like the guy who thinks?
0: Well, AJ thinks of himself as a good
1: guy, but like is transparently a bad guy. Like there's he's no. Ready,
0: but he's ready to to like. Take whatever he wants Whenever he needs it
1: Right. Bill Skarsgård thinks of himself as a good guy Is largely a good guy But still like has like blind spots And just like how he like doesn't even Like he, He's the type of guy who's like I don't see gender You know what I mean like he's like I, yes, You know yeah. he, doesn't, he doesn't even like Think about the difference there and when he does When he's forced to think about the difference And how men and women might have to navigate the world He's like Oh my gosh. And so weird about it and like freaks out and makes it even worse than it had to be like, um, you know what I mean? Like he just like, he's one of those people. Um, Yeah. He might say, he might literally say the sentence, I don't see color someday in his life. Um, (laughs) Like, and it's just like, that's just like not how the world works. Like what a noble thought you have, man. But like, realistically you're fucking stupid. Like if that's what you think. So, you know, like um, I think that, they both represent like different sort of like problems within, you know, men. Um,
0: yeah. This is, this is kind of remind me of the movie men, men that yes. just came out yes. recently. Um, a, been, little... like,
1: a, a number of those recently, like movies yeah. that are like, just like, uh, like men was different in that. Like the, the, the woman lead was like much more of like the themes, like, you know, she was like, men also developed like character like i would say this movie was more about developing themes like you didn't really need to know like i didn't need to know exactly what tess's like aspirations were i didn't need to know what bill skarsgård's aspirations were I didn't need to know what aj's yeah. were you know that wasn't really the point of the movie men like you kind of did know what the lead woman was like about and what she wanted in life you know what i mean um mm-hmm. um So they were trying to do slightly different things. There was another movie that reminded me of men that I watched recently and I'm trying to remember, but I can't, Oh, resurrection, (laughs) resurrection with Rebecca Hall. Um,
0: Oh, I've been meaning to see that. resurrection
1: has a lot in common too. It's about a, a woman who's had a very bad experience with a past, um, man that she dated and he comes back into her life. Um, or maybe doesn't. That is like the, the question of the movie. Is it, is he actually there? Is he not? Is it real? What's going on? Um, Ooh. Um, it's a it's mm-hmm. like a psychological thriller um, slash horror um, so um yeah so uh you know there's there's actually been a recent kind of spate of like these sorts of movies that are dealing with like male female dynamics um, specifically also like motherhood questions um you know that sort of thing um,
0: I mean so. yeah it's a, it's a it's going around the culture right now yeah. you know horror always likes to Stay close to the current issues. Right. That's when it's at its best. And this one is no exception. No. It's also, I mean, it, but just like the best horror movies, even the themes and the, the message aside, it's just really fun and crazy. Like, even if you're just going into this looking to see some crazy shit, you're going to have a good time with that too.
1: Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, you'll see crazy shit. Trust me. <laughs> um, uh, you'll see the mother. That's enough. You'll see the mother yeah. bottle feed Tess.
2: Um,
0: oh, God.
1: And then breastfeed AJ. Listen.
0: See, see now I want the mother to come back, even though she was pretty dead in this.
1: Well, the one thing like, is, if they ever decide to do a sequel to this movie, there is so much time in between. Um there's just so much time before this movie happened that is open to exploration. Um, you know what I mean? Um, Mm -hmm. if they, they, they definitely left a lot of space open for any sort of sequels, prequels.
0: There's a whole, what's it called when it's a sequel, but
1: it's like to the side, like it's, I guess it's a spinoff
0: side. Cool. Yeah. yeah. A spinoff. Yeah.
1: Like, you know, like there's just like so many other stories you could tell, like within the same, like, overarching i don't want to say universe because that makes it sound like it's like fucking conjuring but like you know within the same like there's just obviously a lot more occurred to get us to the point where the mother was doing what the mother was doing here so there is actually plenty of room to bring back the mother in a prequel or something
0: Um, yeah yeah i don't know if they want to because i
1: do think this was like a story that was told um
0: um it feels like it feels like a one off, but yeah. you do you are left wanting more, which is how the best movies end. Right, I think. Right. Um and sometimes it's good to just leave you there. I mean, not I to, want more, but I want Tess to, to like, to like a, to a I don't while.
1: want Tess to return. I want Tess to like have escaped. I want Tess to like <laughs> yeah. be away
0: from You want place. her out of the mess. Yeah. You don't want her coming back like Paxton and Hostel 2 and getting killed off in the opening minutes. Mm, like so upsetting. <laughs> spoiler alert for you know. 15 year old movie. Did, haven't um, we
1: talked about hostile two on the we've podcast? We've definitely talked yeah, about hostile. Like, what are you talking um, about? Like we can't, if you listen to this podcast, we don't need to do spoilers. Well, I don't like
0: to throw out spoilers and unrelated episodes, but fair know. enough. Fair enough. Um, but, um, yeah. One last thing I want to touch on before we close out. Um, so the title of the movie is barbarian. What do you think that means?
1: Well, first of all, it's the street name. Um, it is. It's like they live. It's like something barbarian. It's like
0: oh, they're on barbarian yeah, street. Or yeah. Something? Oh. Yeah. Interesting detail. Um, okay.
1: Yeah. Um, they say it a few times. It's like barbarian, Barbary, something like that. It's very similar to Barbary. It's like I every time they say it, it's like it could be an alternate pronunciation of barbarian. Um, okay. Um. Um. But also, I think it's Richard Brake. He's a barbarian he's like a nice like i you know he's like i mean almost definitionally definitionally i don't know if that's a word um um i'm pretty sure it's not um like he, he like decides to like marry off his own his like he marries his not marries but you know what i mean like sleep with his daughters and have kids with them and have kids with the granddaughters and like you know what i mean like he like is a barbarian. And then he just like takes what he wants and fucks who he wants. And like, that is like, I mean, that is like barbaric, like, yeah. Disgusting. It's disgusting. Um, AJ is also kind of a barbarian, um, but he's like a, a polished barbarian who like dresses it up as like being like charming. Um, But he like has just like, no, I think barbarian in this case is like, you just have like, no, you don't care about anything beyond yourself.
0: Yeah, you have no compunction about taking what you want at the cost of other people. Yeah,
1: and I I I think think, that's true
0: of both AJ and Richard Brake. I don't, I don't remember Richard Brake's
1: character's name. I can't remember. Um, But um,
0: I think it's like, is it Frank or something? Frank. I
1: kept wanting to say Frank, and then I was like, that seems like I'm being too like stereotypical. Like, of course, that character would be it is. It
0: is Frank. Oh God. Okay. Like straight out of. yeah. Blue velvet. Yeah. Bad guys named Frank is like a very classic thing. And when the when um, the bad
1: guys called Frank, it's like, they're like going to do some fucked up shit. Um, they're not like, yeah. it's not like a normal bad guy. It's not like Doc Ock and Spider-Man or something. It's like, but well, yeah,
0: I do think, on. I do think like any great single word title, like it's got multiple meanings and you know, it could refer to both Frank and AJ in this movie both who have different ways of just taking what they want at the cost of others
1: yeah i mean i and i think that's they both they're both so similar in ways even though aj would balk at the idea that he has anything in common with that guy frank um although he doesn't really well i guess he knows by the time frank kills himself what um what what frank has done um yeah (laughs)
0: because he's seen that one video um he's he's smart enough to put that together (laughs)
1: but like i think if you asked aj who's the barbarian and all of this i think he would say the mother um which is part of what makes him a barbarian like because he like he, he has no conception of the idea that like yes of course the mother is fucked up and Tess putting the mother down was like an act of mercy um um but like and also, like an act of self-preservation, obviously, but um, you know, it was also an act of of a mercy in a way because the mother like just did not was not a happy life, even if the yeah. mother might have thought her life was happy. Jesus, but Christ.
0: he's he, but he he's like no unable can- to see her as a person to see like what she wants and, and really why as a is victim. She is like he, yeah. he, can't
1: really think of her as a victim, even after seeing what Frank does, which I think is so interesting because he ostensibly sees Frank doing on that videotape. We don't see but it's ostensibly similar to what AJ did to somebody. Like it's, it's ostensibly the exact same thing that AJ did to another woman and can't conceive of himself as having done to that woman. Like, right. And like, then he's confronted with exactly what he did and he can't even like process it in a way that like, lets him think of this other woman, the mother as like a victim of that. Like when it, any, I mean, I don't want to say any, because obviously AJ represents a very normal type of, or not normal, but a very common type of human that exists. Um, Like it, but it, anybody should be able to put two and two together and realize what the mother is a product of at that point. Right? Like, it's like, okay, this is like, you know, Come on! Obviously, something fucked up has happened here. Like, yes, she's dangerous, but also she is clearly a victim in some of this. Like, this man—you yeah. know—once you've seen the videotapes, come on! Like, um, and he just can't do that because he just like can't think of anything beyond himself. Um, and he can't—and he can't think of himself as like the barbarian in the situation because he thinks of himself as like, I'm a man and I'm good and I direct movies. Like, alright, <laughs> um,
0: nobody could be bad at directs movies, by the way. Getting into the director, uh, the director of this movie is Zach Craiger. That's true. Who's best known for being a member of the whitest Kids You Know, which is so wild. Comedy yeah. true. Yeah. Uh, he's he's a, mostly known for c- comic movies. Uh, he's never done a horror. It really uh, shows in this movie horror. that
1: he's known for comedy, though. I mean, this movie yeah. is very funny. For this all movie has the some fucked up great shit comedic that, yeah, moments, yeah. For all the fucked up shit that happens, there is a lot of humor in this movie. Even moments that you that we might have talked about that we didn't call out as humorous, probably some of those are funny. Because like there, are the, like like AJ's speech where he like pretends that he's like redeemed himself and he realizes the error of his past ways is actually very hilarious because it's so <laughs> obviously. F- fucking fake like it's very clear that like it the next moment that he's put in a dangerous situation he's gonna be a fucking piece of shit about yeah like
0: he's like crying he's like i hurt someone it's like you're full of shit yeah
1: it's so clear it's so fucking clear and like when the mother like rips off that guy's arm like that's fucking (laughs) hilarious it is so or even when the mother saves Tess by like jumping off the building with her that moment is very funny because it's so ridiculous it's ridiculous
0: um, so yeah, this movie is, is full of like absolutely crazy horrifying. Yeah, movies, honestly, a and a call out to another
1: Justin Long class, it's very absurd. drag me to hell style horror where it's like, yeah, both scary yeah. and funny at the same time for a lot of the runtime. Um,
0: we do, we do have some of the same stuff going on here as drag me to hell. Yeah. Um,
1: he, yeah. Um, Zach Kragor did a really good job with that. Um, yeah. Very impressive for a like a horror debut. I mean, he's done some other movies. I see. I don't think I've seen any of them. But, uh, yeah,
0: he's directed. Uh, Well, he directed Miss March and um, Civil War on yeah. Drugs, which were both things with the other whitest kids yeah. guys. But I haven't um, seen
1: those. So. Well, maybe I've seen yeah. Civil War on Drugs actually. Um,
0: Civil War on yeah. Drugs was like broken up a- across multiple episodes yeah, of the show. Right. So I if thought. you ever watched yeah. the show, yeah. you've have, probably yeah. seen at least some yeah. of it. Um. But yeah, like he's, he's clearly a pretty talented director and, but it's interesting to see him step into horror for the first time and just like really knock it out of the park. You know
1: what? Comedian stepping into horror. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's all the, it's all the rage right now. Um, yeah, Jordan Peele Peele. did a great job. Um, and Jordan Peele also is good at bringing humor into his movies. I mean, um, some of them are less I, humorous like us wasn't particularly funny but like get out and nope had a lot of good humorous moments in it
0: i um, do i do feel like the best horror is has at least a bit of humor in it somewhere because it shows that it, it's not taking itself too seriously it's willing to be a little silly but when it counts it's willing to whack you over the head like right that's those are the best horror movies
1: i mean even like david gordon green doing fucking halloween was like kind of weird because like i mostly knew him for pineapple express (laughs) yeah
2: yeah
0: yeah um, Yeah.
1: and like he did that your highness movie i mean come on like
0: (laughs) (laughs) that movie was absurd it's
1: not a guy who i think of as like horror like he's mostly done kind of comedic weird shit so um at least his biggest stuff so
0: um yeah, it's um, a yeah, well, comedy. Comedy can be hard to direct. And like if you're if you're able to play that well, you might be good at doing horror, too, I guess. In fairness, um, we should
1: not lump David Gordon Green in with those other ones because he's not. He was nowhere near as good at either horror or comedy as Zach Craig or Jordan Peele have in these outings. But um, <laughs> but,
0: true. True. But yeah, still respect. Yeah, um, Just
1: calling out a trend and like hiring director is mostly known for lighter or more comedic stuff into horror roles. Um, yeah. It is, it is interesting. Um, I
0: want to see more of it. I'm, I'm excited to see what Zach Krager does next. Cause that's going to be cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, um, I think we've, we've discussed this well and fully. Um, anything else you want to say before we close out? No, but go see the movie.
1: I mean, hopefully if yeah. you're listening right now, you've seen the movie. Cause otherwise we ruined it all for you.
0: Yeah. And I can't, we may I,
1: can't it all. I can't stress enough how much like seeing this without knowing what's going to happen is so much of the joy of this movie.
0: It really was great because it, it seriously lo- was like walking into a haunted house yeah. and like you don't know what's lurking around every corner. It's not and like, like everything is a surprise.
1: Like this movie really, the surprises really do benefit. Um, I do think it's going to be good on rewatch too. I don't want to suggest that it's not good. On Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but it's not like, like I rewatched *Malignant* last night, and like one thing that's so great about that is like rewatching it, like you get to see all the clues that were laid about like the twists in *Malignant*.
0: Yeah, this movie yeah.
1: <laughs> isn't really about that. Like, I don't expect I'm gonna be able to go back and be like, "Oh, here were the twi- the clues laid about the twists that are gonna come." Of course, that's not gonna be a thing. That's not what the movie's yeah. about. Like, it's so it's not like that in the same way. Like this movie, seeing it for the first time without knowing what's gonna happen is really important. I think um, so. <laughs> Cause part, part of it is just like the shock is so it's even important thematically, like just like the shock of like, even though, you know, like men can be as horrible as AJ and Frank are, it's like, just like the shock of seeing it happen and seeing the effects of that really are impactful. Like, so, you know, it's, it's really important. I think.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, hopefully you've seen it by now. (laughs) Or else, I mean, I still recommend checking it out. It's a great movie. And um, until next time, you can find us on all the major platforms and leave us a review on your favorite platform if you like what we're doing. You can also contact us at buzzedonmovies at gmail.com or reach out to us on Twitter at buzzedonmovies. And as always, we'll see you at the movies. We... We'll see at the movies
1: or in the cavernous tunnels between this house on Barber and Avenue and the nerve gas house.
2: Who knows?
0: Oh no. We're going to breastfeed you. Ah!